My shirt was ripped off. Again, two black eyes, bloody nose, bloody lip. I thought my nose was broken. Nope, never broken a bone. But yeah, one guy took out a tire iron and that's when I turned to the guy's friend. I'm like, yo, yo, like this fight needs to end now. Like he has a tire iron. I'm like, it's, I'm like, it's 12 on two. You guys can't knock us out and you need a tire iron now. Like, come on, this has to end. Like, what do you, like what else do you want to accomplish? Punch us until we're completely bruised and blue. Like, I don't so you're, know. you're like the reasonable guy in the brawl. You're like, all right, guys, I think we've reached a level where I think we're all good to go home. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Me, buddy. I want a Hulek Hup. There you go. That's going to be the intro. That right there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. why not? Why not? Do it up. Pals, how you doing, man? Not too bad. How about you? Staying alive. Staying alive. So, you launching some shit? Not launching. I've, I've uh, officially launched, or I should say relaunched, for a third or fourth time. Third or fourth? So, why, why did you take Pizza Gym down before? Um... I would say I didn't have a backup plan all three or four of those times. Um, I would launch something out of my power would happen and I had to shut things down. So out of your power. Yeah. Like a quick example. Um, one of my suppliers got bought out. So all my products were unavailable. So really? Yeah. So when all your products are unavailable, that pretty much shut, shuts down business right there. The culture was still there. Pizza gym was still a living lifestyle. But there's no nothing to buy, so huh? Yeah. So, so like, all your shirts, all the hats, everything was just yeah. So that was, a, that was a mistake I made. So first time launching a clothing brand with no experience. I'm a designer, so I launched a clothing brand as a designer. So I went with pretty much one of the largest suppliers I knew, American Apparel. Um, they had. Oh, a, so you went. You didn't do just like a on-demand thing you you launched with like an actual it was print on demand and they used american apparel products so they would print on american uh american apparel products okay yeah which was perfect so it's it, awesome it's ha hands-free um i designed the shirts once a customer orders that's when they actually print it ship it off and you know that's when i get my payout so yeah i chose to go with american apparel um so they got bought out by Gildan. Um, Towards the end of 2016, I think it was August 2016, they were bought out. And yeah. uh, I would say 80 to 90% of my products were American Apparel. Huh. So, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool, though. That's like a decent brand, right? Mm hmm. Yeah, they have a, a tri blend material. I don't know anything about fashion. I'm trying to learn as I, you know, head out a clothing brand, but tri blend, very breathable, perfect for the gym, perfect for like everyday wear. And uh, yeah, when that was unavailable, I was like, ah, because that was actually like a material I wanted to like promote and that I believed in. Yeah. But it wasn't only promoting Pizza Gym. I actually had a comfortable material too. So it was like, it was the perfect combo. Hmm. So yeah, a, a comfy material to wear in the gym. You should made it all wool sweaters then. Just get your mom to knit them, right? Yeah. You get homemade. Your sweaters are good, but like you would sweat, you'd perspire like, you know, like uh like like an elephant in Africa, my man. Whatever, it's Canada, bro. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's uh with Canada, it's the what 35 65 rule. It's like you know, like 65% what cold. <laughs> like crappy weather. Well, it's global warming, man. I'm, you know what? The last 
what are you gonna say like four months it's been pretty hot man the last four months yeah july yeah you're saying april was hot well, wasn't it still, was still snowing in may i don't think so was it no I, no this I, year wasn't it was snowing in april for sure i want to check if it snowed in may or if we had some cold days but like i, I, I would say we've had two and a half months of summer wow I, I don't know. I feel like this year has been hotter than how much. Than ever. Okay, compare sunny days to rainy days. How many thunderstorms have we had in tornado well, yeah. warnings? Yeah, tons. Yeah, what weather's being weird, man. Corona. But the thing is, weather's got coronavirus. That's that's true. Yeah, everything's unpredictable. Yeah, it's yeah. like here's here's uh you know here's the vaccine for coronavirus. Now there's two vaccines. Now it's a booster. Now another booster. Now this this and this. That was a variant. And it's just, it goes on and on and on. I guess it's like the weather. Here's a tornado warning for the first time in Ottawa. Oh, here's another tornado warning. And here's a couple more tornado warnings. Yeah. Well, a lot, a lot of, the one that we had here, um, we actually had a breaker explode mm. just down the road. So the, uh, we, we saw the tornado go by. So we actually saw a tornado go by. We looked yeah. out the window and uh, I kind of went outside. I looked, I was talking on the phone with a buddy of mine. And then I go outside and I hear like a, faint like electrical noise it was like mm. and i was like what is this like fucking electro man's flying yeah, around yeah. and then all of a sudden we were like pow <laughs> my best impersonation of it but yeah we had yeah. to go down the road and a fucking transformer exploded and it was like Jesus. shooting flames just like a like a reenactment from like a robocop or like terminator or something yeah dude yeah, 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 yeah. it was insane yeah they uh they taped off the roads pretty quick and uh, I guess there was a, somebody who's a firefighter that lived nearby. Yeah. And they literally just ran out and like made sure everybody got away from it. And then they put it out pretty fast. But yeah, that took out the electricity here for I think eight or nine days. Okay. We're, we're without power. That was my next question. Like, how are you affected? So just power then. Like you didn't get. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Same. Because um, there was the tornado in 2019. And then this year there was multiple things. So Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 2019, I was in a condo downtown. It wasn't too bad. It was just raining. Yeah. We lost power. Yeah. And then being in Nepean now, um, trees were getting ripped and thrown everywhere and shingles and some windows were broken, but nothing too serious. It was, it was insane. I know people that live downtown that were out of power for about three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, yeah, Chris, yeah. So he's in the... Um, I think it's just off Maryville, Maitland area. Yeah. Around yeah. there. So it was about three weeks. Three weeks. That's brutal. You can't get anything done. We're still dependent on uh, social media or just like Wi-Fi, like internet, Wi-Fi, getting things done. Not even social media, like to get your job done. Even to do this podcast, we need, you know, power. Yeah. So. See, we were okay though, because we had my- uh, Your generator, right? Yeah. We, yeah. Well, my, my wife's uncle lent us their generator. Nice. Because they're out in Belleville and we were able to have power. Yeah. Um, it was after like the third day. They're yeah. just enough to not have the freezer and shit get all spoiled. There we go. Oh man. Yeah, if you had some if you had some uh, you know, lobster and salmon, you know, sitting there for three weeks in the warmth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you, man? Where, where were you at when all that was going down? Um Nepean area. So those that are familiar with uh Algonquin College, that's where I actually graduated many years ago. Actually, that's where I met Mateus. <laughs> I live down the street from where I met you. Oh yeah, so there Great. you go. Right on. Yeah, the uh, when was it, dude? That was twenty years ago. No, it wasn't twenty yeah. years ago. I I wasn't fourteen years old in college, man. It was pretty damn close to it. Dude, think about oh, it. Oh, I was seventeen. 
because I, I wasn't even old enough to drink when I was in college. You invited me to the the ob the bar, and I'm like, Mateus, I'm not old enough to drink. And you're like, man, you're in college. How can you drink yet? Yeah, dude. I was 17. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, yeah, dude, that was damn near close to 20 years ago. Maybe. maybe 19 or 18 years. Yeah, I remember. I took a liking to, to you because you wore a shirt to, uh, to college that said, farts are funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Actually, I, I wore that to work one day, too. And then my boss is like, yeah, you can't wear that anymore. <laughs> I'm like, ah. <laughs> well, yeah, that was, that was, in, uh, that was pre-animation. I'm trying to think. When was yeah. that? That was, that was like 2000. Did we only take pre-animation together or did we take one year of uh, interactive multimedia together? No, I didn't do interactive. Yeah, oh, really? Okay, so we just took the one. Okay, just took pre-animation. Okay. Yeah, I went, uh, I did pre-animation for a year. And that was the year that the teachers had the strike at the end, remember? Oh, yeah. So, like, the last, like, month and a half of school, we didn't have anything. Yeah. And then I got a thing in the mail saying, like, you're accepted to the animation program, but you have to take a summer course because you guys didn't have, you guys didn't do your last year or the last uh, month and a half. And they wanted me to pay for that. Oh, my God. So it's like, okay, so you guys went on strike. And you're saying that I could go in, but I have to take a summer course that I have to pay for. And like, I was like, they should have yeah, just had think. you design their picket signs. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the trade off. No, the uh, but no, but at that around that time, I applied for a bunch of stuff, too. So I applied for auto engineering um, and that was uh, Windsor College. I applied for animation at Seneca animation at algonquin and then i also applied for game dev um and then the game development program they were the first ones to get back to me yeah. so i just agreed to that right away and I, I only i didn't graduate it i only did it for two years year and a half okay yeah because i remember i remember when you were in the game dev and uh yeah with that we go to the algonquin gym remember the algonquin gym yeah yeah, yeah. even when I, I used to work at algonquin so i used to go to the gym there all the time oh that's why okay yeah yeah the gym's nice it is nice it was yeah. white it was like white and bright and like yeah 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 so then you went so you did pre-animation right yeah and then you did interactive multimedia yep so I, i'm pretty sure it was 2004 i think it was 2004 you know what i'm gonna say 2006 2007 2008 i'm pretty sure i, I so? yeah i graduated from saint pius 2005 went to algonquin 2006 2007 2008 and then in 2009, that was the year I was trying to figure things out. Yeah. <laughs> I still, right. I'm, still, I'm, still I'm never like, figured them out. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think anybody figures it out, man. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Excuse me. I'm trying to think. You're, uh, you're leading the top Ottawa podcast that encourages earning your strength, your power, ah. earning your comfort. Earning your comfort. That's why you set up the podcast in the comfort of your own home. Because it's comfortable. I think you're right. I'm just looking at the dates. Yeah. I think I think it was 2006. Uh, 2006. 2006. We were in pre-animation, and then yeah, you were in game dev. 2007, yeah. 2008. I think you're right. Yeah. You, so you never graduated game dev? Was no. It? No. So the a lot of stuff happened. So I was in yeah. So I think it was just past a year and a half of game dev is what I did, and then I had someone really close to me pass away. Oh. And then I had my aunt pass away, and then my dog died. Yeah. And then I had issues with the girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And a couple other things too. I'm not getting into, but I just said fuck it. I just I just quit everything. I quit mm. my. I was gonna quit my job. I didn't quit. Thank God. But the uh, yeah, I dropped out of school and I just went and 
on a huge bender for a few months. Damn. And then, uh, yeah, it was interesting. Interesting times. Yeah. Well, yeah. Continue. No, that's, that's all the detail well, I'm going to go well, into. <laughs> so like, yeah. So actually, uh, following up to your story and, uh, following up for the first time, I actually shut down pizza gym. Yeah. So American apparel getting bought out. That was like the final straw, like the last, like, you know, nail in the coffin, I guess. Yeah. Um, when I launched Pizza Gym, I had a lot of sales. I think I sold over $4,000 worth of product within the first couple of months. I was stoked. Um, I had no business experience. So I decided to take a week off work to sort of figure things out, make some new designs and like strategize. And, uh, you know, I had two childhood cats, two childhood dogs. And like day two of this one week uh, I took off, my cat dies, 19 years old. And... Uh, Within a two-year span, both my childhood cats died and both my childhood uh, uh, dogs died. Yeah. So, like, I draw from a place of, like, passion. And, like, it was really tough that week to try and draw uh, new designs, you know, I was, you know, mourning my cat. Yeah. Um, and then there was a girl I was hanging out with and uh, I was being active. You know, I, I, I bought a bicycle because she biked a lot. Wanted to, you know, get more active and, and uh, find, you know, a common interest. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, she ended things pretty, pretty quickly. And then, then it was the whole American apparel getting bought out. And I was just like, ah, I'm in a really crummy mood right now. I'm going, I'm going to focus on, uh, you know, other, other passion projects and maybe focus on my career more yeah. and take, take life seriously. Yeah. And like I was, yeah. So I was in that dark spot, you know, Girl, girls always get in the way. They always get in the way. <laughs> no, it's true though. It's true. The girls I attract get in the way. It's funny because girls that are my friends, have been like have supported me my whole life and, and been, like they've done voices with me they've uh um helped you know do graphics with me and, and helped edit my logos and like my, my mom's encouraged me and my aunt but yeah when it comes to like relationships and dating the types of girls i attract are yeah i don't know um yeah it's <laughs> i don't yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah i i know I, I thought i was whack we'll just yeah leave it at that I, I I lucked out. I, I really lucked out. Yeah. Yeah, Nicole's great. You've been with Nicole for the entire time I've known you, or you guys were getting together. Yeah, no, pretty much. Like, yeah. The, I think we, we broke up for a little bit while I was at college. Yeah. Um, Which is always good, because then you guys get to see, like, it's always good, like, disconnecting, and then, because when you reconnect, it's the strongest connection ever. Yeah. Well, well sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Some, <laughs> sometimes that doesn't happen, but, yeah, no, we've been together for... I'm going to screw it up. I'm not going to say that at the time because she's going to listen to it. But a long time. Yeah, a long time. Yeah. A long time. But yeah, no, she's great, man. She's great. And we got a kid now. And we actually, have, have, you seen, have you seen the dog, eh? Send everybody yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah, dog. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the newest baby. Yeah, the okay, dog. okay. Dog owns the house now. How old is the cat then? <sighs> Tristan is probably 16, 17 years old. Really? And the other cat, I think, is about 9 or 10. That cat that just came in was like 16, 17? Which one was that? The white one? Fat white one? Yeah. No, that one's like Okay, because that eight. one seems young. That one seems like eight, eight. or something. Yeah, okay. Maybe seven. Did I see both cats? Was it I saw two cats all could be, yeah, there's two cats, yeah. Oh my god. Dog's here not right now though. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, do yeah. Dog's out with my wife. Okay, I guess I thought it was the same cat. <laughs> <laughs> no. The uh yeah, it's interesting. Well, we got the dog. It's a COVID dog. Like everybody's getting dogs now during COVID. Yeah, or having babies. Having babies. Yeah. You have a lot of a lot of babies on the go. Not me, but all my friends had babies and second babies because COVID's been like three years now. <laughs> so, and all the weddings got so 
you know, I, I had all these, so I've been single for so long. So I actually look forward to weddings. I get to like go as a single guy um, and I get to mingle. So I had like seven weddings get postponed indefinitely. And then they all had babies instead. And then half of them actually had a second baby. And I couldn't even visit these babies. They always say babies don't really have immunities the first month or two. So who's going to invite, you know, you know, single goofy Pavel over to go see <laughs> a baby lacking immunities, right? So, you know, the wedding things have been interesting because it looks like politicians were allowed to have weddings, no problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they were able to travel, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's only us peasants. Peasants. Peasants have to suffer. We, we, need, we just need private jets and just we can't post about it or let anyone see let anyone see us, you know, going against our own values, which me and you do not do. If I'm doing pizza gym, earn your comfort and strength, I'm not going to go make people feel weak and uncomfortable. Well, actually, well, you're, you can make them feel uncomfortable if the goal is for them to experience comfort afterwards. You can't just go make them feel uncomfortable and then cheese it, you know? Yeah. I, I think the problem is we just have too many goofballs in charge. They don't know what they're doing. They oh, they're yeah, doing. you got it. Um, that's why I... Try and stay away from like, yeah, politics and like corporations as much as I can. Even like, like me and you have so much work experience. Like it is a lot better working for yourself or doing contract work. When you're a contractor, you get to pick and choose the work and you're still your own boss. You more so have like deadlines and I guess um, like, I don't know, uh, qualities to meet or like, yeah, yeah. expectations, sorry, expectations. to meet. So. I think self-employment is the way to go. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't like, obviously I still have a job right now, but I don't like the idea that somebody else can dictate how much money you're able to make or earn. That's an issue. Um, so even if your manager or your boss, like say you're killing it and your manager or boss wants to give you a raise, sometimes if the money, like if the profit's not there with the company, they, they can't do it. And no one has control. You don't have control. Not even your direct boss has control. Not even if not even your own like CEO of your company has control over what you're making. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, well, the problem is especially bigger companies, right? I find that people just become a member of the cog, right? Mm -hmm. And now you could be the highest performer like on your team, um, but if your the management doesn't recognize that, then you know what happens then? Oh yeah, you're always just a number. You're yeah. always a number. Yeah. So I've been pretty lucky. I've kind of gone between like big companies and small companies and. I don't. I, th I think. I think self-employment should be on like everybody's radar. Yeah. In my in my opinion, self-employment or like you said, small companies with potential. Because if you get yeah. into a small company early, like eight, ten, twenty of you, yeah, you could like. There's no uh, internal drama or like too much competitiveness. So like, what's what's the deal with you right now? So right now, are you pizza gym full time? No, 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 no. I uh, I work full time in uh, tech. Um, remote job, which is another thing I encourage. So yes, running your own company, um, getting into a small company yeah. or remote work, um, where at least you don't have like a manager breathing down your neck yeah. and you're not like micromanaged. Um, but yeah, so I, I do full-time tech, um, part-time I work for the movie industry as a location, uh, production assistant. Okay. And then I do pizza gym outside of that. And I also do junkyard animations uh, outside of that. You're doing that first, though. Junkyard animations was my first baby. Yeah. Are you still doing that? I am still doing that. I'm currently viral on TikTok. Um, Saw that. They if, keep taking you down, yeah, though. It, 
if you define viral as a million a million views for a piece of content, um, I had several pieces of uh, content, several different cartoons get at least one million views. Um, I had almost fifty thousand followers on on TikTok, and then yeah, I got shut down permanently, so I had to start a new account. And, uh, that one's going viral again too. But so can, you, I, can you make money on TikTok? You can. It's it's sort of like think about YouTube. People were making money off YouTube, lots of views, lots of subscribers, and then the the ads come in. And then what happens is that YouTube and the people that are paying for ads are the ones taking all the money. That's why YouTubers are struggling now. And YouTubers are switching to what Instagram and YouTube Shorts, and they're doing content not just daily, but hourly and minutely. I see former YouTubers that are on TikTok Live every time I go on. I'm like, whoa, that's that that's obsessive. That's beyond. I don't know. That's I don't know. That's when you become a robot. That's yeah. not work. That's not passion. That's excessive. Yeah. Um. It's it's interesting when you talk about like people doing content right, like through YouTube and TikTok and whatnot. Yeah. It's like it seems to always start off as something just for fun. Yeah. And then some people, it just like consumes them. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, sorry. Back to the monetization. Sorry. Yeah. You go live and people can donate to you, send you gems or coins. Yeah. With me, it accumulates to like five to 10 to 23 cents a week, maybe if I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah. If you get sponsored or someone does recognize you, then that's where money can come in. Yeah. So like it's, you need to get sponsored or some sort of like agreement. Okay. Um, there is like, you know, you could make money off ad revenue, but is that sustainable? What if in the future you're not getting as many views or that company doesn't exist yeah. or the, things have shifted? So that, that's the interesting thing about platforms like TikTok and YouTube and whatnot is when you start, <laughs> when you start to like, Focus and fixate on that's where your primary source of revenue is coming from. Mm -hmm. And then they decide to cut you off. Like, you know, what do you do now? Exactly. So with me, I'm like, all right, I want to find a full-time, you know, steady career, remote, beautiful. Yeah. Um, Part-time fun job. The movie industry, amazing. Do your acting and stuff too. Uh, yeah, I started off doing acting like as an extra in movies or I, I would have speaking roles. Well, you were in, a cop, buddy. You were a cop. Yeah, I played a cop. I was in a yeah, I was in a short film that actually yeah, it, it premiered in a movie theater in Canada, um, and uh, I think Canada or or no, it was Orleans. I saw clips of it. I didn't see the whole thing, unfortunately. Yeah, it was I'm called a Terrible Friends. Sorry. No, that's all good. It was called Respawn. It's on YouTube, directed by uh, Max Moscow. Oh, is a full thing on YouTube? There's a full thing on YouTube. Yeah, I have to check. full things on YouTube. I'll have to yeah. Check it out. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and now I'm I've been working with the crew. Um, it's, it's just like more consistent work because they're always filming something. If I audition, I might not get it. Yeah. But if I'm working for the crew, I could always get in. Do you, so you'd rather do that than the acting? or I just love being a part of the industry. This is the thing. When I'm a part of the crew, I'm aware. Am I talking too loud? A little bit. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> when I'm a part of the crew, I'm aware of every, like all, all the productions that are happening, all the movies, mm. films. So I know what I could audition for yeah. and what is available. And I, I hear of everything before it's even announced. So this is sort of like a creative way of getting in, really in. Life hack. The life hack. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get my foot in. I got the whole body in. So, so do you still enjoy doing the acting part of it, though, if you get a chance to do it? So this is such a tough question to answer. Yeah. Ah, I love acting, and I love being a character. However, I prefer creating my own characters and writing for myself. 
actors in a way, unfortunately, I don't want to say this, but sometimes actors become puppets and it's yeah. mechanical. They just read the script. They just spit out what the director wants them to do. They just become what uh, even the fans, what the media wants them to become. Yeah. I want, like, I want to be like a Jim Carrey, like a standalone. You want to become just crazy then. Yeah, man. No, no I want to go rogue. I want to, I want to ad lib, you know, bring in my own lines, my own spin to it, my own weirdness. And, and, and look what he does now. He, I mean, he goes on talk shows. He's exposing, he talk, he exposes some things. He, he's open. Does he? What is it? What is he exposed? Um, I mean, it, it's all hearsay. Like he, he talked about like Illuminati on, uh, I think like Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon. Oh yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, he, but he's like, he has the confidence to go and do stuff like that. Like he doesn't, he's not controlled by anyone. Like, like Joe Rogan, which is someone you probably respect. Yeah. Like he, he produces his own show so he could interview anyone and talk about any topic. Yeah. He can do whatever he so wants. No yeah. one controls him. Yeah. He controls himself. Yeah. It's, it's in Hollywood's interesting. I think most Actors and people in that industry are kind of pieces of shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> puppets, I call them puppets. Yeah, but it's yeah, yeah. it's weird, right? Like yeah. you look at like anyways, not not talk about coronavirus anymore, but yeah. you remember when people were talking about you know coronavirus and the vaccine came out, and then you saw these like late night shows that had these like really crappy like everybody get your vaccine songs and stuff. Yeah. It's like and yeah. then all the Pfizer ads, and it's like so cringy. So yeah, cringy. Yeah, I guess. What there was a a state or a city giving out French fries if you got the vaccine? Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, give us something. Fries for COVID. That's a good slogan. <laughs> fries for COVID. Did you ever end up getting COVID? Um. Yeah. Yeah. We we had we the whole house. I think it's been through the house twice now. But yeah. like, I don't know. I felt off for like four days, and I was good. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. I. Uh, I worked the week. I shouldn't have worked the week because COVID. Yeah. Like, as you said, you feel off. So yeah. it does disorder. It's like the flu. Yeah. So like, yeah, there was a couple conversations I had with customers that when I went to follow up, I actually sort of forgot what we had talked about. Yeah. And I, I shouldn't, I should have taken the week off, but yeah, whatever. I think everybody's had it now. Like, like realistically, everybody's had it now. Yeah. And, yeah. and people who said they haven't had it. It's just, they weren't had symptomatic. It, yeah. Just, oh, yeah had they didn't know. Because of coronavirus, I, but a halt on pizza gym. That was the yeah. third time I shut it down. So you should have doubled down. You should have been like, I can't leave the house. Just got to make designs. Yeah, but I was pretty depressed. Yeah. So I couldn't draw. <laughs> but like before coronavirus, you know, I met up with uh, Bodies by Phil down on Queen. If it's if it's still on Queen. But I met up with Bodies by Phil. Um, you know, we gave him some tanks and we were going to work something out. Um, I had some conversations with Anytime Fitness. Yeah. And then like gyms, all the gyms closed because of coronavirus. That's true. And yeah. um, home workouts were the thing, but they became brutal. So like ordering weights became impossible. Everyone was getting true, yeah. weights for home. They started charging two to three to four times the price. When you're working out at home every day, when you know people around the world just dying every day, it's just depressing. I was in my laundry room staring at, staring at my vents, staring at the ceiling, bench pressing. And I'm like, uh, no, I, I got to go on the main floor and I got to get connected with something. We should work out after. We should hit the gym. Yeah, we sure. should. We should. Now everything's yeah. open, right? Yeah. yeah. No, no. Why? We have a gym in my garage. Oh, you have a gym in your garage? Oh, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. 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 And then I'll, it'll be it'll be like a way of getting over the PTSD. Yeah. Like I'll look forward to a home workout. Yeah, there I'll you be go. Because like, I, I know I could escape to a gym. 
there is a gym to go to. Hey, you can come over anytime. Yeah. It's legit. No, it's, I have a decent setup. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a lot of stuff. I essentially have a cage and some Can I do the tries? Oh, yeah. Okay. Biscuits and triceps? Biscuits and biceps. Where, where do you get your ideas? Oh, man, my head, my my brain is, I can't control it. I'm going to have to donate it to science. Do it. So, yeah, like, honestly, uh, I write 10, I, I, I write anywhere from 10 to 100 ideas a day in my notepad on my iPhone. So, and, and those ideas vary, you know, if it's like pizza gym ideas or like a, a cartoon idea or like a movie idea or like a f- just funny dialogue. Or like a, a design. Yeah, I'm just writing ideas. Just constantly writing constantly. shit down. Yeah. And then I'll go back and I'll read it. And whatever like stimulates senses in my brain, I'm like, okay, if it sparks something, it'll spark something in someone else. So then I'll create that specific content. Because you have a really specific style or particular style. Yeah, I do. Right? I do. Yeah. And I, and I think it's like, I, I think it's hilarious. I think it's <laughs> awesome. Like all the junkyard animation stuff. Yeah. I, I always fucking laugh. Yeah. I, I got to say though, I did show my wife one time. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to say which one. I'll tell you afterwards. Off yeah. there. It was a really gross one. She's like, what are you watching? I'm like, whatever. It's funny. Yeah. You got to <laughs> like anything you have to ease people in. Yeah. yeah Otherwise you cause a shock. Cause, like, Cause you've done other things too that are more like you've done like a commercial for something, right? Uh, I, I've done, yeah, I've done a few commercials. Like, um, one was, uh, Herp alert. It was, it was an app for like, uh, if people, like if there's a stalker or a robber or like, if there's a, a, a situation that's a threat, there's a, this app called Purple alert and it, it alerts, it goes off and alerts the cops and a siren goes off. So I animated commercials for them. Interesting. Um, I, I, yeah, my it's brother, a good idea for an app. It is. It is. Yeah. Like uh, your iPhone just starts going woo, 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 uh, purple alert. Or, I don't know what it, I forget exactly what it does, but yeah, yeah, it goes. Your phone goes crazy, and I mean, yeah, that would shock. I assume it would shock the perpetrator. Well, I guess it depends where it is, but yeah, yeah, where and who, yeah. Um, and then uh, does, it, does it call the oh, cops too, though? Sorry, I, I believe so. Yeah, I believe uh, the phone, like the alarm system, goes off and it auto dials the police, yeah. and it goes on speakerphone. I'm pretty sure. And starts recording it. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. Oh yeah, and it records it, video and audio. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty amazing. Huh. I wonder if it still exists because I did this back in 2006. Oh, no. 2014. Didn't you do something for like a car dealership or something? A, um, uh, a, a car cleaning company. Car cleaning company, um, yeah. Pure Steam. Okay. Yeah, for Pure Steam. Oh, you know what? You might be thinking of the lim- the luxury limousine company in Vegas, Vegas Total Access. I did a commercial yeah. for a, le- a, like a limousine company. That's awesome. So how, so how do you find these guys to do... The animation didn't work for networking. So with the Vegas limousine company, me and my friends were in Vegas. Um, I got to talking to the limousine driver. He mentioned that um, he was actually the owner of the company. His driver was unavailable. So he just started, he was just driving us for the night. I'm like, oh, you're the owner. I'm like, hey, if you ever need uh, an animated web commercial, let me know. So I just like, I just pitch. I'm always pitching. Dude, that's awesome. That's what you got to do. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So you essentially just met the guy, pitched him, and then you... Touch base with him afterwards and start. Yeah, I uh, I grabbed his number because uh, he was our limo driver and he got us, I think he got us bottle service that. No, no, he was our limo driver. And then he said, if you guys want bottle service or hookups, uh, message me and I could do that for you. Yeah. So I had his contact info and then I just messaged him when I got back to Ottawa. Nice. And then uh, I've been to Vegas four times and I've seen him all four yeah, times. Thanks for the invite, man. Appreciate you. Oh, oh yeah, because oh. you love Vegas. Okay, so we'll go to Vegas and we'll visit my boy Charlie. His name is Charlie. Charlie Vegas. 
Charlie Vegas? He, I, that, I that's not his actual last name, but that's what he goes by, Charlie Vegas. So, yeah. So who, who's Charlie Vegas? He's a limo driver. He's the one that owns oh, he's, the, he's the, the guy. He, he okay. owns Vegas Total Access. He owns the limousine company. The thing is, this. So this was back in 2011. Um, I still have him on Facebook, but I'm unsure if he's if this is still the name of the company and if he still runs it. So I'll have to touch base with him and see what's up. But we'll link up with Charlie. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you went to yeah. Vegas for UFC. Yeah, I yeah. went. Um, I don't know which one it was now for UFC 98. I was there. And I went there for my bachelor party. Too. Oh, hey. well, thanks for the invite. Yeah, well, you didn't fucking invite me, so fuck you, man. I, I, I never had a bachelor party. <laughs> well, you, oh, you mean, sorry, the, the, my Ve- the Vegas, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. All, all four of my Vegas trips were for bachelor parties. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why not yours? Well, actually, three of them were. Why not yours? I haven't been married yet. You got to get on that. Get on that. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to, yeah. Now, marriage is overrated. Actually, any 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 single uh, ladies that are listening to this podcast, I'm uh, I'm available. If you guys like a weirdo and you, and uh, a weirdo who runs multiple companies, yeah. free pizza gym merch. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you free pizza gym merch, free pizza dinner, pizza, and um, no, never mind. <laughs> uh, this could be your vi- this could be your intro video and your Tinder profile, whatever they yeah. click on, and then pizza and paintballing. Pizza, paint. Shot through the heart. No, the uh, I, I dig the logo though. The pizza gym logo is good. You like That's it? The legit. pizza slice on the barbell. Yeah. Earn your comfort. Earn like a, you know, earn your reward. If you want to have that slice of pizza, go hit the weights, man. Or even just the uh, like the, even even without the barbell stuff, like just the font with the yeah yellow triangle. That just yeah. looks slick. It's very slick. Yeah. Um. Not to expose my secrets, I'm I'm not going to tell you guys what font it was, but yeah, for like that A, it was I, I use an an inverted effect. Which made the A look like a pizza slice. How dare you? Uh, How dare you? All right. <laughs> actually, and actually, sorry, and I didn't do it. Uh, I had a graphic designer do it. Her name is Jess. Um, so I'll give her a shout out. Jess actually, I designed the initial Pizza Gym logo, which was the barbell on the sorry, pizza slice with the barbell. On the barbell, barbell yeah, yeah. With Pizza Gym, just this basic comic sans font. I think no, no I didn't use that. I, I used some like bubbly font, red and blue, like the like uh like old school DOS, like old school computer programs that like blue screen or that like red color, like those are the colors I use because it was for nostalgic effect. They see pizza gym, pizza and activity. Awesome. But those colors pop to them. Anyways, it made no sense after a while. And like, yeah, um, Jess did this new pizza gym logo and you fine. And I love it. Yeah. And then my friend Connor changed it to black. Actually, you know, Connor, you remember same Connor, Connor. Yeah. Connor. Ginger from, uh, guy. Yeah. Connor, ah! the ginger from, uh, from college, from Algonquin college. How's he doing? Very good. Yeah. He became, he was my advisor for a bit for my pizza gym designs. Cause uh, believe it or not, everybody I'm colorblind. So Connor would uh, give me his feedback and like, yeah. You're, so. you're making like purple pizzas and stuff. And he's like, Hey man, you gotta relax <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh, sometimes with the colors of the foods, it was not, the right color at all no, like, no not whatever like, maybe i had like a tater tot that was green you know what honestly it'd almost be funnier yeah it'd almost be like, better if the colors were off true or it could be gross they're like what is that a booger yeah whatever yeah yeah pizza gym yeah yeah pizza yeah i was thinking of pizza gum pizza gum pizza gum then i could go kind of weird or pizza jam you know what it's kind of interesting if you think about gum there's no like it's all like sweet flavors right yeah there's no like beef flavored gum or like potato yeah. flavored gum. Why not? Oh, you mean like go that direction? Yeah. yeah whatever. Well, I was going to say like pizza gum, get yourself out of a sticky situation. But no, wait, that makes no sense because gum is sticky. 
Get yourself into a sticky situation. I don't know, man. Or asparagus. Asparagus gum. Why is there no asparagus gum? Because uh, yeah, it makes your pee smell. Or broccoli flavor gum. Yeah. Oh, so you're trying to think of foods that are beneficial that not a lot of people like. No, I'm know, just thinking why. Want to eat. Like why? Because you know why does gum? Anchovies gum. Yeah, anchovies gum. Whatever. These are. I guess because get the are, best breath for the bar. Yeah, anchovies these, gum. These, I guess these are flavors you don't want consistently in your mouth. Like when you go to have like a steak or salmon, you build up for that moment you eat it. But then you don't want that. You don't want. I don't know. You don't want salmon in your breath the whole night after. I don't know. Maybe somebody does. I don't know. <laughs> like if if you're married and you go to a bar and you're like, you know what? I just don't want anybody to swarm yeah. me right now. Yeah. Get some get some tuna gum in there. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're Eating a whole dinner of fish and hitting the bar, I'll power to you. <laughs> I just picture honestly. I want somebody. I want somebody to create like a fish flavored gum. I think that'd be good. Uh, I mean, a bit of mint though. Bit of mint, right? So like shrimp, shrimp and mint. If you're able to, you know, people have their own craft beer. Like if you're able to make your own wine and beer, I'm sure yeah. that they're. There's the capability of making your own gum and then the market you, for that. Yeah. And yeah, you why not? say, hey, like, yeah, do a prototype of fish gum, see if it takes off. I personally know it won't. <laughs> Whatever, man. I think you're underestimating the shrimp and mint. Ooh. The shrimp and mint niche out there, man. Mm. Like, there's, there's something man, special. I'm honestly almost throwing up in my mouth. <laughs> shrimp and mint. I don't think anyone's ever like put those flavors together. Yeah, exactly. You never shrimp know. Mint pizza. Well, well, think of it. It's the first guy that put together like peanut butter and chocolate. Like he didn't know what he was doing. And all of a sudden he's like, he's like damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shrimp and mint guy, right? Shrimp, yeah. mint. And he's just like, damn, this is. Uh, lobster and caramel, I think, was done. That lobster, like, lobster caramel? caramel, like popcorn, I think it was. That, and that kind of sounds. Yeah, well, it's, it's the whole. Sweet and salty? Yeah, sweet and salty. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, mint and fish. I don't know, man. Yeah, man. Shrimp and mint. Nah. Well, I'm a, we'll experiment. We'll make some. We'll make some shrimp and mint gum. Okay. Maybe okay. Th- yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking about like a mojito. Like, instead of uh, those crazy wild Caesars where there's a whole dinner stacked on top of it with a yeah. sausage and a hamburger and whatever else there is. Um no, nah, I lost my train of yeah, thought. Whatever, whatever. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, a mojito with a with a, uh, like a, a a bunch of shrimp on the skewer. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of mint. Shrimp mint. Yeah. A little bit of mint in there. And then you'll just, yeah, you chug it back, chew it all, pretend it's gum. Yeah, yeah nah. there you go. It's gonna be delicious. Yeah, I'm not gonna eat it. Oh, but somebody will. So. Okay. <laughs> Good, Good luck with that, that bitch. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, man. So what's what's the future of Pizza Gym then? So where, where where are you going? So. Pizza Gym is a clothing brand and it's a community. So that's, so that's it. So like, I always want to have like a culture. So I, I, I always want to have like people online in, in like social media or wherever they are. Um, just representing Pizza Gym, which is like earning your strength and earning your comfort. Yeah. So the, the, I always want to have a pizzagym.com website until I die. I always want to have my own Pizza Gym clothing brand online living. And then over time, if people believe in it, It'll be, yeah, it'll, cons- it'll consistently be there. So, yeah, yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. So is the goal to be like eventually full-time pizza gym? Like, oh, so like uh, when it comes to like, uh, yeah, like you, professional you're... business-wise, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, full-time owning my own companies. Yeah. Like yeah. if, if I'm able to go full-time pizza gym, then that means I'm capable of going full-time junkyard animations, full-time my other business ideas. So it would be full-time owning my own companies. Yeah. 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 So which one of the things that you're working on do you think has the most potential to allow you to do that? 
So Junkyard Animations has proved like Junkyard Animations has got millions of views and like it's been featured on Newgrounds homepage, featured on Game Grumps, like Newgrounds. Yeah, yeah, for all the for all the uh Newgrounds uh oh you know, all the Newgrounds users, uh all the you know, if that brings back nostalgia for you guys. Um yeah, so like Junkyard has got views, but like I haven't figured out the best way to monetize with it. Um Pizza Gym though, you know, Pizza gym is something that I think a lot of people could believe in. And like, if I get, I don't know, if I get physical gyms one day, or if I get some sort of like subscription services going, or, you know, if the clothing really, really does take off, then that could be a full-time gig for sure. Have you, have you ever thought of doing like, uh, like little five to 10 minute series of like cartoons using like the same characters? Oh yeah. Yeah. YouTube for some reason already uh, deleted my pizza gym <laughs> account. Well, I'm I'm talking more of the junkyard animation stuff. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, okay, repeat the question now that I know you're talking about junkyard. Yeah, yeah. No, like if you ever thought of using like doing like five to ten minute like series, but have them be like consistent. Like, oh, with yeah. The same characters and. Yeah, I guess. I guess I would try that. I used to try that, and then I would I would give up too easily. So I had a series called Blown Out of Proportion. Which you might have watched an episode or remember I think it. I've seen, yeah, yeah. I made so I made four different cartoon episodes that were each at least five to ten minutes long, and I even pitched it to the Comedy Network. I realized that it would take me a month to make like a like a an episode, so it took a it took a long time to make episodes, and um, there was no real payoff. Um, well, if, if you look at like. There's definitely some YouTube channels that have done that, right? They have like mm -hmm. similar. The one called the Happy Tree Friends, probably. No, there's one. It, it's like stick figure dudes, but it got like super popular. Like there was five a, years ago or there, so. Oh, only five years ago. Okay, so not Stick Death or anything. No, 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 no. I don't remember what it's called now, but they were like, very, not, not. I wouldn't say like gross, but they were like, I, I wouldn't say in the same vein as the stuff you're doing, but mm -hmm. I'd say similar. Um, oh, I don't know what they were called now. But they, they were doing like consistent, like every week they'd have like a three to five minute kind of like video that was like using not quite the same characters, but similar characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're talking, you're talking, about, you're talking about YouTube specifically, right? Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. So that's the issue. Like my stuff. So my specific stuff that goes viral is the rude stuff that would break the terms of YouTube and yeah. 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 So that, there's the issue there. Have you ever thought of toning it down for YouTube? I've toned it down and my views went away. Really? Yeah. I've never, I've never had anything that was PG go viral, but I've had about 30 very rude pieces of content get over a million views. Huh? Yeah. So have you, have you ever thought of like figuring out exactly what the guidelines are and just kind of just staying? Just so I did with TikTok, and I had five videos that got taken down, which in my opinion, didn't break the guidelines. I, I appealed all of them. Yeah. Um, I think in total, sorry, it's seven. They tried taking down two. I want appeals for. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I did find the happy median, but the platform still ended up taking me down. So like, it's almost like going back to, you know, working for a company or not working for yeah. yourself. Like even, even as a creator, you don't have, you don't have full control. Like you can have a bunch of views on YouTube or TikTok. If your account gets taken down, you lose all those views. You lose your content. You lose everything that was there. You're screwed. It's tough, man. Cause like, it's like, you have to almost monetize in multiple ways. Now you have to monetize on your YouTube 
but then also use your YouTube to generate other streams of revenue, yeah. you know, by selling merch or yeah. a lot of guys are doing online courses, right? You look at everybody that has like a financial YouTube channel, like, Oh, get my, oh my online God. course. Yeah. Those pyramid schemes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah most of them are hey, get, get, get your friend to sign up and yeah. Yeah, 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 you get a percent like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, that's why, like, I I own pizzagym.com. That's my website. All the profits go to me. And what about .ca and .net and .io? So, uh, .ca, I own. Um, .ca, .net, I, I could purchase it. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Nobody yeah. cares about .net. Yeah, I, I, I get the important ones. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so to be honest with you, uh, I'm not, can, we, can we swear on this yeah, podcast? Yeah, whatever you want. So uh, I did make a game that was uh, called Fuck Mr. Hatcher. Um, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys can go ahead and Google and YouTube it. It it has almost four million views. Um, I had the domain fuckmrhatcher.com. After a year, I just let it, whatever, ex- expire. Yeah. Someone apparently purchased it, and they're trying to sell it for like four thousand dollars. So. Oh yeah. Like yeah, it's you missed no. out. No, but nobody's gonna buy it. Whatever. <laughs> no, that's what I figure. But so that that was a flash game, right? That was a flash game. So you ever thought of making games for like Steam? So I'm kind of ignorant when it comes to the current platforms for, you know, everything in my realm, which is yeah. very embarrassing to admit. Because you, so, you were working on like a 3D game at one point. Yeah. So I was teamed up with someone. So they had the experience. Yeah. So like, um, yeah, like Flash games, I use an old school version. Of, I use Macromedia Flash 8. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, like, what, 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 what do the new ones add? So that so I think there's an Adobe Animate. Well, it's the same thing. And this is where you're gonna learn I'm ignorant. So like I'm an animator and I don't know what people are using these days to animate. Like people are, are I think something called Go Animate. There's, just, a, there's a bunch, yeah. Yeah, some of it just like auto animates for you. You you pre-select these characters and it animates for you. I I want to do everything myself from scratch. Like yeah, no, I, I think Harmony is the big one. Oh, I, like, I've heard of Harmony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think people still are using Flash, which is now like it's just renamed to Animate. That's it. Okay, okay. There's so I guess I'm still. Yeah, you're still in. The, you're still in. You're still in. <laughs> I'm still relevant. Well, yeah, no. If you look at the old Flash Eight versus the new stuff, as far as animation tools, they've added like boning and like or rigging, like whatever we're gonna call it, like IK. Yeah. Um, couple of different effects type things mm-hmm. but overall you can do 99% of what the new one can do with the old one okay cool yeah now when it comes to 3d and like back in my day it was like maya yeah is maya still a thing uh i think so i, I think 3d studio max owns like everything now but 3d studio which i've heard of so that's the, okay so this is the thing so 3d studio max i've heard of i've never actually used and like i don't know 3d i've i have some experience in 3d like i've it's like you're molding pottery in a digital world yeah kind of you know, complex yeah so. well so they, they actually have ones now like there's like zbrush and a couple tools like it where you start off with like a sphere mm-hmm. and you're just like manipulating it like clay almost yeah and then and cool then you stuff, rig yeah. it to follow a path of where it's going to end up like have it travel through a city i, I don't or, i don't uh, think those tools do animation i think they just create the models and then you have to oh, bring that into like oh see already like it's so much you have to have yeah multiple programs and I just want to draw a nice little pizza, lifting his weights, export it, upload it. You're good. That, I, I miss the old Flash days. Like, is Newgrounds still? Oh, what do you mean? You miss it? It's still here? It's here? Not uh, the same, though. You get an old computer, old versions of Flash, it works. But, like, like Newgrounds, right? Like, Newgrounds was crazy before. Now it's like... Yeah, Newgrounds, uh, yeah. they used to get 500,000 unique visitors per day, and their site wasn't littered with anime and hentai porn. Is that all it is now? And, and porno ads. Yes, unfortunately. Um... I haven't been there in a long time. 
Yeah, there's actual like porno cartoons and porno videos and porno ads. Like me just doing to do list checkout. <laughs> <laughs> but like um, before, you know, you remember the old Newgrounds culture and the current Newgrounds cult or whatever. Um, cult, it, yeah, yeah. It was, well, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. like it, people consider themselves Newgrounders. Yeah, like are, like people who are into like poop and fart jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what you call those. Are you a poopy or a farte? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like, are you a Newgrounder? Like we call you like you're you're Newgrounder. Yeah. Ng ngog. And like, oh yeah, that new grounds there, like sick animation, uh, blockhead, um, you know, happy tree friends and all that. But yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it was it was independent animators, independent artists uploading their content and like trying to make it. And like we got all got to experience it. Like, oh cool, they're they now sell t-shirts, they're trying to monetize, they have a website. Oh, that's kind of cool. Now they're trying to bring traffic from new grounds to their website. And I got to learn firsthand how other creators were trying to make it as a creator and like live off that. There were, there, I think there was something really special about Newgrounds back then. Yeah, they used to have a, blam, a blaming system. So um, when you uploaded content, it would go through a rate, like a portal. Like you, it would get rated from zero to five. If, yeah. if you were rated like under one, it would get removed from Newgrounds. Yeah. So your stuff had to be of quality, you know? And like, and when your stuff would get voted onto Newgrounds, you felt special. You were and on the front page a bunch of times. I was on the front page a bunch yeah. of times. And to be honest, my first like five cartoons got got rejected and i was so discouraged that i didn't upload to new grounds for like two years oh yeah and then look and then then you know so if you guys want to fail forward i go from a guy that's getting rejected from new grounds to like getting featured on the front page to getting like yeah a few million views on my content yeah i think i have to remember the first yeah the first few things that i created on new grounds they got dumped whammed I created a, uh, a text-to-speech engine in Flash. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. that got blamed. I'm like, what? Yeah, it was so cool. Clever, yeah. So cool. But yeah, no. Well, it's, it's not the demographic, right? There's like, I can't get it to say fart cool enough. Yeah, because this was ni- like 19- from 1999 to 2008, I would say it was like the strong Newgrounds yeah. era. Even 1996 and all. But yeah, it was about like the uh, like the dress-up games and like the date- like dating games. Like, get- yeah. Do you remember, remember romp.com? I remember Romp, yeah. Yeah, I think I think they're gone too now. Yeah, Romp, um, uh, Spork.org, Bike Humor, Ebombs World. Ebombs is that still a thing? Ebombs is, but now it's it it's become like a like a every other upload service, just like a YouTube, a Daily Motion, Vimeo. Like, um, it's a free for all. Anyone can upload, and so it's yeah, it's just yeah. There's no filtration. I wonder what happened though. Like, what 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 do you think happened to Newgrounds that kind of made it? Not like all, it, what it was. All, it's all money, man. Yeah. E bombs world and new. I remember Newgrounds was offered. Uh, Tom Fulp was offered uh, ten million dollars to sell the company or sell the website. Sorry, and like E bombs world, uh, I feel like they sold or they're offered whatever. Everything. Bill Gates owns everything now. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's like you know you're you have this company that's like getting a lot of money in ads, getting a lot of signups. You're offered multiple millions, so psychologically you're like, oh shit, I have an empire here. This is the rest of my life. You turn down these multi-million dollar offers and then over time people become less interested because you're doing the same thing too much. And then the, the ad revenue starts going down and like, or you're getting less of a cut and uh, you just got to find other ways to, to make that money. And unfortunately sex sells. So porn ads, yeah, but they were you know, they were like, making games and stuff too, right? Like they had Castle Crashers, which did really really well. Okay, you're right. So yeah, Newgrounds as an entity, yeah, they 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 did. They made Castle Crashers, Alien Hominid, uh, a couple other games, and what was the other one? They Battle sold. Block Theater, right? Yeah, and they sold lots of copies, and I yeah. think they made decent money off it. Yeah. I can only imagine though how long those games took to make, 
how much money went into making those games. Because yeah. Newgrounds is a small team. Tom Fulp and Tom Fulp and Dan Paladin were the two two big names on those on those yeah. uh, on all those projects. But uh, yeah. Paladin does the graphics, I believe. Yeah, he, his art style is great. Also, you know oh, Dan yeah. Paladin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or pa- Dan Paladin. Paladin, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I think Paladin's our type of alien. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Paladin, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, his I like style. those guys. It's too bad that they're not more consistently rolling stuff out. Well, yeah. I guess they, they released that like uh, like a turn-based like RTS type or uh, strategy type game. Mm. What was it called? I forget now. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, sort of. They released a game. Did you ever play Castle Crashers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, I played the well, shit. It had out of that so game. many levels. Like the thing, it you could beat that game in like a few days or the week. So you could beat it fairly quickly. But that game is actually huge. Lots of levels. But yeah, you, no, you get through them kind of quickly. It's great. What was it? Epic, epic. You guys should all play. Try out Castle Crashers. What, what's the name of their their videos? Their um, behemoth. Behemoth. That's behemoth, what it is. Yeah. Behemoth. And look it up because I know that. They made a game recently. Like I have it. I just I'm trying to remember the name of the actual game. Because I'm I'm sure you've heard of it or played it too. Uh let's see here. Behemoth. Ah, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'll look it up after. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, because I think there is a lot like there's a lot of games and stuff on Newgrounds that they probably could have made um like things that you could pay for, right? Like there's a lot of high quality stuff on there that you Mark. Can, yeah. yeah, like to be honest, like with Castle Crashers, Castle Crashers, I, I'm not, I don't even know if it's available on on browser. Um, no, well, but it's available on all, all the consoles essentially. And, right? and here's, is it available? Is there an app for Castle Crashers? Not on phone, no. And I know for one thing, there's you can't buy it, you can't purchase upgrades. There's no in purchase anything. Um, I think the original version that came on the Xbox, you could like buy a couple of extra dudes. You could, yeah. There was so here we go. So this is how they they should be making money. Like they should have Castle Crashers on all the platforms they can with you know with people that are able to purchase upgrades and characters and unlock stuff. The but yeah. So talking about Newgrounds and stuff, that's kind of how you got your start with the animation stuff was all through Newgrounds, right? I would say so. Besides, yeah. Without Newgrounds, I'm a complete nobody. With With Newgrounds, I'm sort of a nobody. (laughs) So the. Did you start posting stuff there before or after you started taking pre-animation? Before, I think, eh? Yes, before. Um, or during. The, oh, man, you're asking such a good question. I feel like I came up with Junkyard Animations. Junkyard Animations, uh, 2000. Ah, okay, this is really annoying. So I came up with Junkyard Animations the year i took pre-animation okay but now i don't remember like had i already started the course and i thought of it or like i remember one day i was i was drawing all of these like trash cans and jester hats trying to figure out the logo and i just can't remember if that was like after a, a, a college i think it was after a college class yeah. yeah i think i came up with junkyard during college yeah i did so you went from so you, so you never you took interactive multimedia after you didn't do the full animation program eh? yeah so like pre-animation is a year and yeah. then there's the full animation program which at the time was three or four years three years I and think, they, yeah. yeah and i think they I, I think they've actually shimmied it down to two years yeah. or they've combined it with pre-animation and made it like a two or three year course yeah. but anyways yeah i took pre-animation for a year got my diploma didn't continue to the full animation so what what made you 
not do full animation because you took interactive multimedia, right? Yeah. So what made you take that instead? So I realized that I didn't want to animate for someone else. That's what it came down to. Yeah. So we were, it was like the final few months of pre-animation and everyone in my class was stressing over applying to these animation studios, um, really trying to get the perfect character design down, the perfect um, you know, background, like following the perfect guidelines, you know, to be the perfect animator. And me, I was always like, I don't, I, this isn't bragging. I meant like, I, like I, I was raw and authentic and like original. And like, I would draw aliens and I would draw monsters. I would draw people with like, and penises. Lots of penises. <laughs> yeah. I was, so yeah, when I did draw phallus, when I drew penises, like I would add stuff that, that doesn't, I would add extra veins, extra. I add stuff that, that doesn't exist. When I draw people's noses, like I draw noses that don't exist. Like, Usually when I start a cartoon, I start drawing from the nose and I actually build out the character from there. That's a little secret that not a lot of people know. If anyone asks, like when you start a drawing, where do you start from? I start from the nose, the middle of the face. Then I draw the eyes, the mouth, and then the character is usually absurd, but yeah, gets no, I think it's, I think it's a good way to start, right? Because mostly if you're doing like the classical animation, right? You're drawing the circle, you're drawing the lines through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then usually you start either the nose or the eyes, right? And work your way out. I actually love how you just said that. So just so there was one time in class we're learning about that, the you know, the 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 oval head and the lines of where to properly put the eyes. And of course I put the eyes so high up in the forehead, lost it laughing. I put the eyes in the chin, I would laugh. And that's when I realized I want to make my own cartoons. Like yeah. if, if I'm gonna animate, I'm gonna have my own animation studio, I'm gonna have my own series, my own cartoons. I can't work for someone else. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was like interactive multimedia. I can learn all the tools to do that. So. Yeah. No, I, and I think, I think it's a good way. I think I wish more people did that. The, uh, cause that, that way you get more, how do you say it? Like more creative and more different types of cartoons and stuff. Cause you look at the stuff that's on TV, look at Disney, right? Yeah. They're all the same. Like yeah. all the new shows coming out. They're all the same. Well, yeah. You, you, you wish more people did that, but it's so risky. That's the thing. Risky yeah. people, a lot of people don't like taking risks. How many of your friends like to gamble? Um, my group of friends, yeah. probably a lot. Oh, a lot? Yeah, yeah. What, fair, what percentage? Yeah. I would say if I had to throw a percentage on it, I'd yeah. say like 70%. Okay, so like my close group of guy friends, I, I will say like I would say it's 50-50 with gambling because some are safe. Like some like with their money, they I don't know, they like see I, I'm I'm the odd man out. See, I personally don't like gambling. Mm -hmm. But as far as like my career and like life goes, I've taken sane risks. Okay. But I'm not a gambling guy. So I don't know. Go figure. Yeah. So, like with me and gambling, like it's funny because like people, like a lot of people think I'm a gambler. Like, oh, he, he goes, you know, he's been to Vegas. Uh, he, you know, he, he plays poker. He, he parties. I, they always throw in party. Partying has nothing to do with gambling. So like when I go to Vegas, I play poker there. I don't go on the slot machines or like, I don't, I don't go on games. I don't have, I don't have control over yeah. At least in poker there, it's not the poker. It's not video poker. It's poker with actual humans. You still play poker? I do play poker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I play online. Uh, and actually, we'll get into that next because I'm kind of, yeah. I, I'm annoyed with something, um, which is a good topic. But yeah, yeah. So like in Vegas, you play poker with real people. Vegas takes a cut from like the pot in the middle. So they're not trying to screw you in the hands. They have no control over the cards. So like I, I like to go to Vegas, play poker with real people. I have control over what I'm going to lose. And it's like a, a sport. Poker is a sport. Um, and then like with my career, I don't like, I like saying I like to take risks rather than gambling. Um, so I was 
testing, like for one example, I was testing software for the Department of National Defense. Oh, very elaborate, very cool. Everyone's still, you know, good for the resume. I was contracted and the salary was like, I was getting like 35% of my salary taken away. It wasn't bells and whistles. Uh, Shopify was the, you know, this, this company hadn't gone public yet. It's a, this te a tech company. They want to be the next Amazon, eBay. And I'm like, and, and I applied to Shopify and like the pay was actually the exact same. And I'm like, Ooh, should I risk leaving the, the department of national defense for Shopify? When I looked into Shopify, seeing the potential, Oh, you get, you get, you get stocks that could grow. Oh, you know, Shopify has like all these online stores. Like there, there, there's good numbers here. I felt like that wasn't a risk. Uh, sorry, I felt like that wasn't a gamble. I felt like that was that, that was a, a a risk, but like a good risk. I'm gonna risk this, you know, legit government job to go work for this like startup tech company. Yeah, and then look look at Shopify. Well, don't look at Shopify now. Look at Shopify last year, a couple of years ago. <laughs> each each share was twenty one hundred dollars. Are they, are they not doing? Are they not do good right now? Oof. Uh, I, I got to do all the math like because they did a 10 to 1 stock split. So I need to do the math now. 10 to 1. 10 That's to huge. 1. huge. Yeah. So what happened was the stock was 2,100 Canadian. It dropped to 400 and something. Let's just say it dropped to $400. Then they did a 10 to 1 split where the stock was now $40. So their stock has been going from 30 something to like 50. Why? Yeah. I've seen companies do splits before. Like, like Tesla did theirs, right? They yeah. did like a 2 to 1. So why, what would be the advantage to doing a 10 to one split? Uh, um, th this, uh, this might be wrong. Like one thing is like, I hear it makes the stocks more accessible. So like Tesla, that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Tesla's stock was uh, what, like, like two grand and just like Shopify, two grand, a lot of the, 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 the Tesla's was at, I think a thousand or 1200 and then well, yeah, you're, split. Well, it was went, it 1200 us or Canadian now? And yeah, you're right. And you're right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I, well, the only reason I know is because when they did the spot, the, the stock split, the price dropped. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'll buy some Tesla stock. Same. I did the same. And then right after it was like, Boop. and it went up what triple or quadruple since then. Yeah. It went up quite a bit. Exactly. Yeah. So like the common man or like even young entrepreneurs are like, you, you can't like, it's hard to go and, Oh, I'm, I'm going to buy a $2,000 or $1,200. Like I can go buy a $2,000 Shopify stock. I'm going to buy $1,200 Tesla stock. People have to like put a whole paycheck for that sometimes, you know? Yeah. So when you do a 10 to one split, it's like, Oh shit. Shopify stock is 40 bucks. You know, now I'm going to scoop some of these up. And uh, I, I'm not sure how it affects things internally because like uh, shareholders, now they have in a way 10 times the amount of options or, or shares, but yeah. it's 10 times less of value. So I, yeah, it's, yeah. So I guess that makes sense. So it makes it more accessible to people. The, um, yeah. So Well, Shopify recently, like a lot of tech companies, I don't know if you noticed this, but a lot. I notice everything. <laughs> I, I I know stuff before it happens. So a lot a lot of tech companies have had layoffs, right? Yeah. So Shopify just had a big set of layoffs. Ten percent, a thousand people. Yeah. Unity. So they say Unity, the gaming software, like oh, the too? yeah, the uh, well, I guess not gaming software, a uh, gaming engine. Mm. They just laid off, I think like four or five percent. Oh wow. Um, and there's I think Facebook actually had some layoffs recently too. Yeah. Um. I remember now that there was a bunch of tech companies within the last like three, four months yeah. that have all had like some of them double digit percentage layoffs. Yeah. One of our partners, they laid off like 50%. So. Yeah. So there, there's something going on. Cause I know right now, like if you're a developer or you're somebody in it, the salaries are insane. Mm -hmm. Like they're crazy. Mm -hmm. Like they're literally like six the, figures. Oh yeah. 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 yeah but like, 
way up in the six figures in oh, some I know. places, right? Um, so some of those salaries, I don't think were sustainable compared to the products. Like there you go, there you, you just answered, yeah, there you yeah. Go. So like Continue? that's yeah. So that's why a lot of them for sure had to lay people off. Yeah, but something like Shopify, I don't know why they would be doing layoffs. Like so, uh, one thing like I know, and then one thing I think. Um, a lot of people like when you're given a raise at Shopify, yeah, you could be given a raise in salary or you could be given a raise in stock options. Stock options. Yeah. So it's like here's a here's a five thousand dollar raise, here's a ten thousand dollar raise in stocks um over like a three or four year term. Yeah. So every year you get some released, you have you get access to some, but like you need to be with the company for that full period to get that full amount of stocks. Yeah. So like a portion of your salary a portion of your raise is, is tied up and what happens if that stock drops so with shopify like i mean i'll be open like uh i started there may 2014 um i had 250 options for four dollars and 22 cents um so my years at shopify the stock more than doubled every year um we, we went public at what 17 dollars closed the day at 39. Might, these numbers might be off but they're close yeah I mean, whatever yeah. The next year we were 59 dollars went up to one 150 180. um a bullshit article came out about us it was by andrew left called us a multi-level peer uh, marketing scheme our stock tanked from uh, Shopify multi-level market that's scheme? that's what that's what they said all oh, they're like oh uh, this is annoying so like every three months we would have one, uh, a one and a half month blackout period. So for one and a half months, people at Shopify couldn't touch their stocks and we couldn't like talk. We couldn't talk publicly about stuff. So the Andrew Left guy calls Shopify this MLM and we couldn't go public and say, no, we're not. And like prove numbers. Yeah, but, but how like, would it even be an MLM? It's just a service to so enable people to sell goods. Our right? marketing team, we had a bunch of like uh, our marketing team was saying, join, uh, join Shopify, become a millionaire. It was the way they worded things. Join Shopify, become a millionaire. And he was able to spin it saying that we were promising that anyone could become a millionaire. As in join, as in get hired or but use the platform? Use the platform, become a millionaire. Okay. But like, I mean, the thing is like we had Kylie Jenner use Like we had million, like we had millionaires using us. We had like, you know, we had businesses that were profiting, that were profiting millions. So like, you know, use Shopify and you could run a, a million dollar business. I don't know. Like anyway, so he just said I'll, that, I'll just say this. I have two Shopify stores. Mm. Totally not a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that's yeah, that yeah, that's another issue I think was made that was made public. Um, sometimes there would be reports where you know we have you know Shopify would say we have this many stores, like we have five hundred thousand dollars, sorry, five hundred thousand stores, yeah, and like one hundred fifty thousand would be like inactive or have like no sales or like half half of the, the stores wouldn't be wouldn't be profitable or they'd have a bunch of missed monthly payments or there'd be issues like. It wasn't like we have half a million profitable, successful stores. No, we have like we have a bunch of people that are struggling. Like, well, yeah. But. You know what's funny about Shopify? Mm. So about four or five years before Shopify came out, I built something, a tool called Crystal Carts. Oh, which is essentially very similar to Shopify. Yeah. And then I, I gave up on it. I was like, so since I had a couple companies using it. Yeah. And then I was like, ah, you know what? Like, I'll work Crystal on the next Car. thing. That's a nice name. Yeah. I think Shopify's first name was Jaded Pixel or Jaded, Jaded Pixel. Pixel was there something. Yeah, it started off as a surfboard shop or something. So this, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Toby Luque, along with one or two others. Um, yeah, he wanted, he was, a, he, he was from Germany, skateboarder, wanted to sell his skateboarders, I believe. 
couldn't find a good online platform to sell them, created his own shop and then started doing it for his friends. And then next thing you know, they're just doing it for everybody. Yeah. Um, Have you ever met the guy? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Toby Luke. So the guy, like he's honestly a genius, great vision. Um, he's an, he's an introvert. So like, he doesn't like small talk. Like if he has a conversation with someone, it has to be an actual conversation. Yeah. So, which I, I kind of respect, like for the, the, for the brain in him, he can't, yeah, he can't go around and just, you know, it's too much noise and nonsense for a guy like him. So yeah, I mean, I, I respect him a lot. It's just that I think he just created a beast. Shopify just grew yeah. faster than what anyone, anyone imagined. Yeah, it's a huge company now, right? Oof. Oh, sorry. So I, I just want, I wanted to finish off the stock thing. Sorry. So the, sorry, the, I diverted you. Sorry. No, no. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. I think I diverted you. I diverted myself. The stock went from 180 to 111 when Andrew left me that bullshit article. Yeah. We jetted back up to 220. Um, by that, that was like 2017, 2018. Then the stocks were like 350. And then by 2020, the stocks were 2100. So like, uh, I was gone, uh, 2019. So like the whole time I was with Shopify, almost six years, the stocks went from four dollars and twenty-two cents up to three hundred and fifty-six dollars. So, mm. so imagine a percentage of your salary is stocks, and those stocks are just doubling and doubling. Like your salary is insane. So yeah. some of those developers that are making six figures, whose, uh, you know, who a percentage of their salary is in stocks, and who have a lot of stocks, like some of these developers had minimum ten thousand shares. Yeah, I, I was told some developers had a I think a hundred thousand shares for like eighty cents pre-public, like what the hell? Like at, at twenty-one hundred bucks a share, what is that? So are the twenty million? Are those shares million? or options? These were options. So you, so an option yeah. is so they would purchase them at eighty cents and get whatever the the value was. Yeah. So once you go public and we're seventeen dollars, like it's pure profit. So I would pay four dollars and twenty-two cents to take whatever was profited. Yeah. So if I'm you know when I was exercising at you know two hundred and twenty dollars, it's like here's four dollars and twenty-two cents. Here's my a hundred and uh, you know uh, sixteen bucks or yeah. fifteen seventy eight whatever. So do you, do you still have some or that's? Oh no no no! All my all my all my Shopify shares are are gone. Yeah, I think I bought a, uh, some when they were at forty dollars recently. But yeah. like all the stocks I had during my time, I, I was given more as a raise. Yeah. All my options are are gone. All my options and shares are are gone and spent. So you bought you bought a nice house, cars. <laughs> I, uh, I, I blew some money. I was, I was living in a condo. I didn't own the condo. It was a very expensive rent, but I was living in a condo. I had like a, a sauna, a hot tub. Uh, I, I bought a BMW and like bought myself some pet turtles. Rolling up, it's a nice car. I got, I got nice some car. furniture and like settled all my debts and like you know treated friends and like put money into my invested in myself and like yeah, I feel like I I I, I did good with the money. Um, I mean, I could have, I, I maybe should have bought a house. I had enough money to buy a house at the time, but ah, I, I got to live it up. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, like housing now is insane. Oh my God. But it's going to crash. It's got, it, it has to. Oh yeah, of course. It has to. There's no way. Cause like the, everything crashes. I have a few friends that have bought houses in like the last year and a half. And I, can't, I don't know how you could justify it. Yeah. I couldn't justify spending like almost a million dollars now. I, exactly that's what i was saying recently like everyone's talking about like oh a million dollars a million dollars and like a million dollars isn't even that much now because that, that's the price of a house yeah and no one and no one a small percentage of people buy houses out outright like yeah nobody does really yeah, yeah. like like real rich people yeah like, like you know yeah. here's 10, here's 10 million in cash like yeah no moving the, the manatee 
right, right at the beginning of COVID, I was looking at buying a piece of land with a buddy of mine, and it was 250 acres. Mm-hmm. And I think at the time, it was like 200 grand. Mm-hmm. And we were looking, and oh, excuse me, me and him, and poten- potentially a third person were looking yeah. at maybe going all in and, and buying it. Really nice piece of land. There was a quarry, and like it was, and it wasn't yeah, that far out of our way. Nice, yeah. And we decided to pass up on it for some reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, had we bought that, like that piece of land would have been in the multi millions now. Oh, in the multi millions. Oh yeah. Damn. Current market. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. I, I, so I, I fucked up. I fucked up. We should have bought it. I I fucked up. It was me. Yeah. Everybody else was like, like, yeah, we should get it. We should get it. So here, I'll tell you. I'll say the problem. So the issue was when we were looking at it, there was people living on the property that looked like they were like gypsies or something. And uh, there was a bunch of brings down the value or something. Well, no, there was a bunch of the thing is if you buy that property, right. And you have these like drug addicts because they're, they're, they look like they're gypsies and druggies. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, Cause yeah. I was essentially was going through some of the stuff oh, there the and there was like fresh crack pipes and shit. Oh yeah. yeah and I'm yeah, like, yeah. you know what? Like, this is going to be a problem. We're going to buy this piece of land and these people are not going to leave. It's going to be a problem. So I was like, I might not be worth doing it. And they had like a bunch of tents that were set up off prop, like on the edge of the property. That yeah. They were kind of trying to hide. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they're living in there. And yeah. I'm pretty sure they're making drugs and stuff, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, in retrospect, like I know that's when you have to that's when you need the vi- the foresight and the vision. It's like in five years, are these yeah. are these crackheads living in these tents? Are they are they actually gonna still be here? They, there's no way they're multiplying and like and progressing. They're well, just you don't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you're right. You're right. It could have turned into like yeah, trailer city. Well, or not even <laughs> no, not even actually. No, sorry. They 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 they, they can't upgrade to that. They're tent tent. Well, density. the problem is, is when, you, when you try to get them to leave and even if you get the cops involved and they're yeah. just like, yeah, we're not leaving. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? Right. You're going to start, you know, then you, then you work with them and then you build this epic, like a uh, carnival themed thing. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they, they all work for you. Crackhead Haven. Yeah. <laughs> crackhead, <laughs> it's, it's, like, like, it's like fun. Haven. Carnival crack, crackhead. Yeah. Crack Haven. It's crack like fun. Haven. Crack haven. Ooh, but with crack. I like that. I like crack that. Haven. Mm. Yeah. You want to join my new venture? Crack Haven. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, like that. Crackhaven.com. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where I feel like we can make fun of this stuff because that, that's that, that's the stuff I, I disagree with when, like, people go to the extreme and, like, they're using hardcore legal drugs, like, consistently and, like, and then their lifestyle is living in a tent on a beach, preventing you yeah. from profiting, from getting good acreage and, like, setting up whatever you wanted to, probably a pizza gym. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You should do that. You should make a pizza gym. Like an actual oh, pizza gym. It's been in my head. It would there yeah. would be like a healthy pro like there'd be like a a protein bar or like a healthy pizzeria. So it's like everything's yeah. pizza flavored. Uh no, I mean that's disgusting. Like a pizza flavored protein. Listen, shake. listen, no pizza flavored gum, man. We already went oh, over man, this. Back to the gum, like your shrimp and mint gum. Yeah, I mean whatever. Yeah, I mean like okay, like if you want to. I'll let you run your own section of pizza gym, yeah, but like yeah. if it fails, like that, I, I'm not you, invested in, in your section. You, you're gonna see, man, pizza gym. They're gonna forget about the t-shirts, the gym. It's all gonna be about the gum, ah. the pizza gym gum. Oh, that's yeah. what's gonna be the. I mean, you actually never know the way this world's going. Like, you know, 2042, everyone's chewing mint shrimp yeah. pizza pizza gum. Could you imagine? So there's what, and here's what's gonna happen. There's gonna be a bunch of like countries that have they don't really have pizza, like. Maybe China. I don't know. Like a bunch of countries don't really have pizza. There's yeah. I, I you don't you never see cheese in Chinese food. Yeah. Yeah. So, go that, on, so go then on. You, you, there's this market that they just they want this pizza flavor, right? Mm. But gum is way more accessible than like bacon and pizza. Yeah. I mean, so then you know what I mean. I guess you've seen like military food, like it's like packeted 
dust that you yeah. add yeah. water to and then it yeah, becomes, a, becomes yeah. a muffin or a lasagna. I've had it and it doesn't. It like burn. It, it, it starts smoking for some reason and like it's. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, so, I don't, you know I don't, I don't see a market this. for I'm gonna it. I'm going to start this. I'm going to call it Pizza Gym Gum. Yeah. <laughs> Getting rid of just pizza gum. Pizza gum it would it works too. Pizza. I I, I want to make a pizza jam, but not not the jam like the strawberry jam. But Listen, like, man, you tell you shit on the gum idea, and you want to make oh, jam? Oh no, <laughs> Get no. Out of here. music, pizza jam. Oh okay, music, it's gonna I, be like I, I would just pick some jam music. with like pepperoni and cheese in oh, it. Like yeah, whatever. No, disgusting. No, no, pizza jam. I'm gonna have like a, 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 a DJ pizza, and like it'll be like uh, good vibes, you know. Vibes. Yeah. Wait, so you actually want to make like an actual gym? Oh yeah, that's 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 how this conversation started. Yeah. yeah. Um, one day that is actually the goal. I would need enough. Uh, equity for that or yeah. like uh connections and like find the perfect spot but I, I i see a nice little you know clean white gym with the pizza gym uh uh font on top and you know the big cutouts of like the characters like flexing in the gym and like even like uh rewards Dude, uh, the, uh the, ipad screens with like rewards like set your goal for the day are you hydrated did you do enough on the treadmill and all this so you have to have you have to have like these life-size cutouts of the pizza gym dudes, like the cookies and all that stuff oh, at each like station. Oh, and then you can get pictures with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, or even a video working yeah, out whatever. by them. That's yeah. nice. That is yeah. genius. And then there's like a there's a purpose. You're like you're the comfort foods are offering a comfort. You're like you don't need these creepy ass personal trainers. I'm not saying you know you don't need a creepy ass personal trainer. You have the 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 comfort characters. Or or get this, get this. You know, like the like gyms have like you know giant mirrors. You know, where you can yeah. lift weights and look at your form and shit. Yeah. yeah. Instead of the mirror, right? It's like a mirror, but it's got like a TV embedded in it, and you have cameras. So the cameras like film the people in front of the uh, the mirror, and it morphs them into Pizza Gym characters. So as they're moving, they don't oh, see themselves. Man, yeah, they just see. Uh, yeah, I the got tacos. you. Yeah, yeah, th that would be a very complex setup. Like building a TV screen into a mirror. I mean, no, it's possible. No, the, you, no the, this yeah, this tech exists actually. No, yeah, already. no, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But like. For us to be able to afford it for Pizza Gym, yeah, that's, whatever, man, go all out. Go, yeah, 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 all out, man. Go all like, out. This is something that, like, you know, like, that Tesla would be adding. You know, this is like we're in beginning stages of Pizza Gym. Can have these elaborate, uh, you know, Elon Musk mirrors here. Self-driving gym equipment. You just sit the machine. You put your arms on it, and it just moves for you. Yeah, stationary bike yeah. pedals for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody's got like loose skin and the yeah, machine. Yeah. How does the treadmill work? Like, are your legs? like attached you to just, the you're on a you're on a suspension so you essentially have like a belt on oh right? it's, just, it's just moving your and legs you just, for you like a like a fucking pinocchio you just let your feet dangle rings. oh my god man yeah <laughs> you just mean, let your feet your feet are on the treadmill right so treadmill is going and your feet are just like dangling sounds like a very it sounds safe no one would be falling off the treadmills no one would yeah, be exactly. rolling their ankle they're all yeah. yeah super safe and i don't think everybody i don't think anybody would look jacked gym. people would just look like soggy skin bags right it would yeah, just yeah. be like skin. It would just be. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, yeah. Like, hacky sacks. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think that would work. No. But there, there, are, there have been companies that have tried similar things to that, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's like next level. Like, like, like the app. You remember I the app it. machine where it was like a belt that just like rubs on yeah, your. Yeah. Yeah. I bought one of those, and I got to return it because they were, they got discontinued and were called out for. To do anything? Not doing it. Exactly. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Like. I remember, what do they say? They say they have these uh, mic micro somethings yeah. that they send out vibrations 
into the muscle in your abs and these vibrations sculpt your abs for you. Yeah. Like it's not going to burn the fat off. It's not going to like, no, it's not. And vibrations are not going to sculpt muscle. Like you need, you need to tear muscle and repair, tear and repair, tear and repair and prepare, repair. Uh, no, the uh, prepare to tear and repair. Prepare to tear. Yeah. The uh, I lost. You made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a lyrical master. You know. Yeah. No, was, was, oh yeah. So there's been a lot of machines over the years that have like tried to do the movement stuff for you, but there mm -hmm. is one that actually looks like it's really cool. You ever seen the um, like the cult like the arthritis machine? Uh, explain what it is. Super, super cool tech. So essentially the arthritis machine or arthritis exoskeleton machine, whatever the yeah, fuck yeah. you call it. But it attaches to like all your joints and your hands and stuff. And then it adds resistance to any movement you do. Oh. Right. So like it's got like a glove, right? Yeah. And there's like, I don't know exactly how it works, but it, it attaches to every part of your finger, right? Mm -hmm. So then what you can do is you can add resistance to like every motion of your finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So they've built like this suit, which is called like the arthritis machine or arthritis yeah. suit. And they can literally add resistance to everywhere in the body. Damn. Yeah. So Interesting. It, it, lo it looks super cool. So what they built it for was simulating arthritis to help figure out ways to help yeah. patients with arthritis. But like when I was looking at it, I'm like, man, like that would be a really cool like tool to like get stronger right yeah because what you could do is you just move around everyday life right and just keep cranking up the resistance yeah. on your everyday life um but when i talked to a buddy of mine about this who's like uh i don't know what his background is like physiobiology or something he's yeah. got a university he's an md in some kind and he was saying like well what would happen is you would get used to being really strong in all these different positions and then when you took it off and you throw like a punch oh. you would like Tear and like you'd like hyperextend or yeah. something, or like, like you'd fucking tear all your shit up. Oh, but I'm thinking I'm like probably worth it though, right? Because that one punch, like, dude, you could blow up a fucking well, car, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, but like, I mean, you don't have to be strapped up to this thing 24 seven so that you don't know how it's like without it. Like, I'm like you, you make a good point. Imagine for people like uh, um, that, let's say paraplegics or people with MS and like yeah. people that like need to strengthen attach that to them for a little bit each day eh? they're, they're not going to take it off after an hour and start fucking hammering people yeah well, well what i what i was talking about was using it to like this is when i was fighting right um i was like man if you had something like this mm -hmm. you could just like throw punches at oh, a bag you're, and yeah, you have yeah. resistance in every single yeah, part of the yeah, movement. yeah 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 and then as soon as you take it off because you ever trained with like uh, weighted uh bracelets or anything like that no no just weighted uh weighted ankle Weighted anklets, yeah, whatever. So like I used, Hockey. I used to train with um, a weighted vest, um, weighted, weighted braces on the done. arms, and weighted bra braces on the legs. Yeah, and I, and I used to do like bag work and all kinds of stuff. And then as soon as you take it off, you literally feel like yeah, you're yeah, yeah, you're way stronger and faster. Bring up. So I'm thinking like if you were able to apply this to like all your joint movements, like you could really. Like, and I, I don't know if it's a feeling, it might be a placebo yeah. effect, right? It might be a placebo effect because you were so slow. That's why you feel fast. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like you would strengthen everything to the point where once you were throwing punches and stuff without it, you just yeah, you, blow stuff you're up. Gonna have, yeah, you're going to have like Mateus coming to the UFC, yeah. like these yeah. ha hammer fist, one punch knockouts, like two seconds in. It's like, what the yeah. fuck? The guy blocks, right? You just <laughs> break through his arms. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the issue. Yeah, if you throw that and he blocks or like, 
Yeah, it just it redirects you. You're, you can go flying out the ring. Like, or that too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or you throw one punch and like my buddy was saying, like your elbow would pop yeah, and your wrist would all um, pop and your shoulder man. would come out. But it'd be so good for TV. Like a, like a Mateus UFC fighter, elbow pops out of like the skin. I'd be YouTubing that. I'd be checking yeah, that yeah, out. why not? Then you have t-shirts. Your, elbow, your elbow's out. Yeah. My, fight, my fighting days are over. I'm not fighting anymore. No, I know. Every once in a while, I kind of feel like I want to still. Yeah. But the cardio, man. I don't want, I don't, I don't want to do the cardio. We're doing a lot of arm wrestling though lately. So who, where do you arm wrestle then? Oh, I still with the same guys, same group of guys. Oh, uh, uh, Ottawa High Hookers. So it's off uh, Maryville. Actually, yeah, this guy yeah. Dan, he's hosting it out. His oh, place. interesting. Yeah. Do you bet money on on matches? Yeah. Not really. Huh? I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm not a gambling guy. Yeah, I'm no, not I know. Yeah. yeah. Do do people do it though? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. People bet on all kinds of sports. Yeah, that's what right? I figure. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yes, yeah, sports gambling is a very interesting thing because. There's two markets, sorry, technically three markets mm -hmm. to the sports betting, right? There's your online sports betting market. Yep. Um, there's your big high roller market uh, that's underground that happens in like Vegas and yeah, places like yeah, that. Yeah. And like places like Saudi and places that have a lot of and rich Illuminati. people. Illuminati. And then there's just like your, your bar scene betting, right? Where people are kind of yeah, yeah, just yeah. betting between friends or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Well, me and you will yeah. do pizza gym for arm wrestling. Just got to think of something. Yeah, there you go. Pizza arms. No, 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 no. <laughs> what, what starts with A? Arm wrestling. What? What's, avocado. What rhymes with? I know. I, I, I want to do avocado. Oh, avocado. Yeah. But uh, avocado. Avocado. <laughs> That's not bad. I got it. Yeah. Does I it got, have to be food, or could it just be anything? So it has to be food, and it has to be an activity. Be food and someone activity. pitched meatloaf and motivation today, but motivation isn't an activity, unfortunately. Well, it depends. No, you can't say like, well, what are you doing today? I'm, I'm, well, no, what are you doing today? I'm getting motivated. You're getting motivated for something. You're getting motivated for an action, I hope. Like, well, yeah. you're, getting, you're just sitting there motivated all day, and then you just go to bed. Like, this is me getting motivated. Right <laughs> now. Like, even you're like, mo you're motivated to sit there. You're sitting. Sitting's an action, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We shouldn't have drank beer all the time. Oh, and I, yeah. <laughs> you gonna go to the washroom too? No, I started feeling it when you said it, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will take a break in like two minutes. All right. But the um, what was I gonna say? A lot, kind of lost train but apps, arm wrestling. Uh, uh, yeah, you should come out one of these days. You're well, a strong I guy. Come out to one of those. Yeah. So okay, so this um, do you remember what I was? Do you remember? Uh, have you ever seen the movie The Fly? It was a horror movie, black yeah, and yeah, white. Yeah, yeah, I've seen The Fly. Yeah. Uh, do you do you remember when there was a more? It was a it was a more recent version, but when I say more recent, it was still like. The 1990s or 2000s. Yeah, yeah. What was the director's name? I I, I want to say it sounds like Copperfield. Spielberg, maybe. No, but like a cop, but like a field, like a Copperfield or like, Cronenberg. Yeah. Uh, 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 he was known for really like brutal, like he would do horror movies and he'd always have like grotesque scenes or like really brutal scenes. So he he was the the he was the a director or producer director of The Fly. Yeah, The Fly. Yeah, David Cronenberg. Yes. Beautiful. Okay. I knew, I knew that. Didn't look it up on my phone at all. David Cronenberg. Yeah. Cronenberg. Cronenberg. So there is an arm wrestling scene, and the guy's wrist snaps, and his, his blood shoots out. His bones yeah. are exposed, and like that traumatized me. And like I was actually afraid of arm wrestling because of that stupid movie, man. Really? Yeah. Believe yeah. it or not, I, I get PTSD from weird stuff. You should though. I, I have a table in the garage. I can show you a couple things after we're done. You're right. You're right. So I know how to prevent injury. Yeah. 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 Honestly, yeah. it's uh, well, you know, you know my background a little bit. I started in MMA and yeah, grappling, yeah, yeah. karate and all that stuff. Um, but since 
discovering arm wrestling, it's a very interesting sport. Okay. It's very okay. It's way there's way more to it than you would think. Like it's not just like going from one side to the other. Well, there's also there's timing too, eh? When they yeah. say go, like yeah. you got to be quicker to it, and like and the way you're. The way you're holding, you're hold, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. There's a lot to it. It's the way your hands positioning. There's you know back pressure. You want to curl in. There's a lot of different. Another things. thing people don't notice. I have small hands. Or Me I think, too. I, I think got I little did. baby hands. Oh, my hands were like a third of the size of yours. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but you need, don't you need like a bigger hand, big thumb for grip. It helps. Like, yeah, yeah, it helps okay, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it definitely helps. Do you ever do thumb wrestling? I'm wrestling? No. Okay, but again, back well, to Well, against my daughter. I crush her. <laughs> it's, that's not true. She, I used to. Now, I feel like she's got a little twitchy thumbs, man. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, I I have the muscle there, the thumb muscle. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have the... Uh, you know your hands are that well. You got, you got thick hands. You got thick boy hands. I, yeah, I guess from the physical manual labor when I when I did hardwood flooring and renovation yeah. and yeah. picking ram stuff up. But you should come out with it. Legit. It's yeah. uh, Mon Mondays and Thursdays. I'll come out after you... Train me and teach me some technique. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cool. After we're done, like the podcast. Yeah, I'll take you out in the garage and I'll, I'll show you a couple things right. on the table. Yeah, right. no, like legit. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm done. Yeah, but yeah, no, man. Like you should come out. So our practices here in town are um, Mondays and your Thursdays. practices. Yeah. Oh, there's so the, the story. There's an actual team that. Yeah, yeah there's a team. Yeah, this yeah, team. yeah, yeah. You're right. How's the practicing work? You practice within the teammates or? Yeah, yeah. You just. Pick whoever whoever's yeah. there at a table, and you just you train. There's, there's a lot of things to train, right? Like the usually the way that it works is the more experienced person is holding, mm -hmm. and then the new guy is essentially trying to yeah to to go and put pressure, and yeah. the, the experienced guy will walk you through yeah you know, how how you should this go about doing probably it. Probably very strenuous and like strains the the wrist or the arm, right, or the forearm. Um, very hard on the forearm and very hard on the connective tissue in the arm and in your shoulder. Oh, I'm just wondering, like, what's the recovery time? Like, if you even get into a solid match, like, you're, it's you're, bad. you're probably feeling it, right? Yeah, yeah, no. Re recovery time at the beginning, if you want to stick with arm wrestling, yeah, the first six months to a year, like, your arms are always fucked. See, and then this is something that not a lot, of, like, well, probably 99% of people don't think of. Like, oh, arm wrestling, they just right away, oh, I could beat that guy. They just look at the size of the guy's yeah. arms. Yeah. Or sometimes they even think of the person's personality. They're like... Oh, this guy's a bit of a goof. I could beat him in arm wrestling. Like, I don't know, people's mentalities. Yeah. But like with arm wrestling, like, no, there's a lot that goes into it, technique. And then there is, yeah. And then the after the aftermath, like you could be hurting for a while. And like, yeah, you, you could yeah, you could be all damaged in there. The uh I, I used like when I was younger, I did not again, I never really took it seriously, but we're I, still I, young. Yeah, yeah, still young. So young. <laughs> but the uh I, I did some a little bit of arm wrestling here. There with like yeah. friends, you know, when friend, you know when you're at a yeah, 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 at a bar and your buddy's like, he's like, oh, I can fucking beat an arm wrestle, and you're like, no, you can't, and then yeah, you're like, got, that kind of shit. I got asked all the time. It's it was annoying. Yeah, <laughs> but the uh, arm it's, wrestle at the bar all the time. But it's not the same. I want to go dance with girls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, like when you're actually doing it at like like in a organized manner, it's, yeah, it's not yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, the yeah. same because you know when you, when it's just you and your buddy, you're just trying to go sideways. But again there's a lot of like back pressure and there's a lot of different um, oh, small man. movements and shit in it that you just, you wouldn't think. Yeah. But I, I can show you a couple things, but yeah, you should, cause you're a strong guy, man. You should come out. Oh, thank days. you. Thank you. I, I tried. Yeah, yeah. You know of anyone that like intentionally grows their fingernails and jabs it in the guy's palm when he's like, nervous? you know what I imagine? There probably is at least one yeah. guy. Yeah. Or like underneath, he's like tickling the guy's toes with his toes. Oh yeah. It's yeah. like, he's like farting so rank and dank and like no one can tell on TV, but he's farting and farting. 
during the arm wrestling, the guy's just sniffing it in, losing his composure. There, there's guys that used to do similar shit with MMA, <laughs> like guys that purposely would not shower, shower for weeks on oh, end. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, just yeah, grab yeah. the guy and just give him his stink. Um, oh, who who is? It was a guy that was known for it. I don't remember now exactly <laughs> who it was. Disgusting man. Yeah, it was, there's like, a few a few guys that were known to do that. There sh- there needs to be a hygiene standard if it's going to be a physical combat sport. Yeah, that has to be a hygiene standard. Like, like yeah, man. Like, what's I, that, what, what, like I, yeah. So I when, when I used to fight, I totally did not shower. Oh, so you're after, one of the you're one no, of the no no, no like oh, like a day. So essentially, if I had to cut weight, yeah, right, and I had to cut water, I I wouldn't shower after. You wouldn't shower after I, weight after what after after weight cut. Oh, I, oh, you I wouldn't would, shower I would, after I would weight cut. I would towel myself off, weigh in. And then sleep like that and then fight the next day. But okay, okay. I'm a stinky dude. So like when I would do the weight cuts and I'd sweat like crazy, oh, I would definitely not smell good the next day. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not, I, not like not like crazy bad. Yeah, yeah. But enough that you're just like Yeah, you might not want to get like specific, but like Yeah. What's like your do your feet stink worse or your pits? I'm just a stinky dude in general. Okay, okay. So yeah, 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 I don't know. yeah, yeah. The uh, would you, okay? Would you intentionally make your breath stink? Like take like eat no, a bunch of onions no. and garlic and like like you were saying your shrimp and mint and then <laughs> breathe in the guys get get him in like some sort of uh, arm bar and just start breathing in his in his mouth. <laughs> no, not a big breath because when you're when you're fighting, you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be like getting. <laughs> yeah, that's too much. Yeah, man. it's a little much. That's too much. But the uh, <laughs> I I see. The thing is, I always just thought it was weird. Like there was guys that <laughs> <laughs> just stupid question. Like, no, but, there was guys that would like when they're going to fight, they put on like cologne and shit, and it's like, dude, like you're having oh, another that is, that guy rubbing on you. Like, why do you want to smell like Alfa Romero or whatever the fucking cologne is? Like, you're going, you're, you're fighting a dude. You're not on a date. You yeah, know? Like, so that's. And yeah. I find that even sense like sort of sometimes a sense could like stimulate you or like if if I had cologne on and I was like, yeah. say I was really into like I, I was so focused and I was trying to pull off a move and I smelt my Dolce Cabana, I think I would throw myself off and. and Start thinking of me in like a Tesla, and I don't know. I, I I get my leg broke or something. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Everybody's different, but the uh, yeah, like I said, I don't know. I think there's uh, there's some advantages to catching people off guard in all kinds of ways, right? So if a guy's mm. grappling you, and all of a sudden he's like, he's like, like, oh, what is that? And you're yeah. like, oh, gotcha, bitch. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, I'm trying to remember now who there was a fighter that was known to like not shower for like weeks on end before oh fight. man this is the, yeah disturbing revolting horrific yeah. did you ever do any kind of mma or anything or jiu-jitsu uh i took self-defense and i mean this i mean i i i was in a lot of street fights and some bar fights oh yeah unfortunately I, I, all, it, every fight i've been in was self-defense i've honestly been I, i've been in like 30 fights um and like full-on like squaring up and like these are legit fights and like all right, fight time, man. Fight, fight story time. Oh no, I don't want to get into. Too so what, many no, what's stories, the worst but... one? What's the worst one? Um, if you tell me your worst one, I'll tell you my worst one. Okay, probably when I got jumped in Mo Trombla by twelve cokeheads. Because it so like if you get attacked by one guy on cocaine, like that, that's kind of scary. Because like if you're if a guy's on cocaine, there's no sense, no reasoning. They're in full adrenaline mode, full fight mode. Like you gotta, you need to take them out or it's done. So we. So when you get jumped by twelve cokeheads, you're like fucked. So like I was on the ground at one point. So I, how, how, like let's let's bring like yeah. how did that happen? Like mm-hmm. what what led up to? Were you just like, hey man, hey twelve cokeheads, how's, how's it going? <laughs> I was in uh, I was in Trombla for uh, for a bachelor party. So there were like there was a lot of us, and uh, there's yeah there's about like twelve of us in the bar, but only three of us 
left because like we were we were like we were leaving and like there's like 16 of us so like four of the guys left early to go do their thing and then like so we would leave in like little groups you know it's a bachelor party yeah. we have our little cliques within the 16 guys so anyways three of us leave the bar we're walking and uh there was a guy smoking a cigarette and then my friend and him they ended up bumping into each other this is how it always starts just a stupid little bump. freaking cokeheads yeah eh? and bumping my friend yeah and like my friend um uh he just had a, a newborn and it was diagnosed with jaundice had to get airlifted to the hospital what's, what's that what's that i think john i think it's the liver I think it's a liver con uh, a condition. Okay. But like, if you have jaundice, like you turn yellow and like you could have liver failure and die. I might be wrong. You guys can fact check me, but like ja jaundice for a baby is serious. Yeah. I had to get airlifted to the hospital in Toronto. So like, I, you know, I felt for this guy. Um. So anyway, so they get into it and uh, the, the guy sucker punches my friend and uh, there's three of us and one of him. So I, 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 I watched cause I was going to see if my friend would, you know, fight back. And my friend took the punch and then they exchanged words and then he punched my friend in the face again. So there's three of us. So my second, the second guy, like I, I sort of knew one. So my, the third guy we're with, he sort of steps in, sort of says like, Hey, stop punching him. Stop punching him. This guy punches our third friend. So there's three of us. My friend got punched twice. The third guy got punched in the face. So I'm standing there and I'm like, all right, all right. I'm like, if you punch one of these guys again, I'll punch you. And you said, have no fear. Pizza Jim is here. <laughs> no, this is this is all this is not this is not me promoting any of my companies. Like self defense, I do promote yeah. and encourage, but like violence and fighting, ah. So like, I, so I told him, I'm like, if you punch one of them again, I'm gonna punch you. And instantly, he sucker punches my friend again, and like, like a fucking like bat out of hell. I grab the guy by the collar and just like pummeling him. And I and I remember at one point he like. He, tried to wrestle i remember he i was punching him he grabbed me to try and wrestle me and i'm i i i know i could wrestle and i remember i grabbed him i'm like are you fucking kidding me and i slammed him to the ground i'm on top of him and then out of nowhere i just i feel just multiple hits to my head and then as i'm looking up I, I'm, I'm on my back and there's like there's a, a group of guys i had one guy on each side of my head kick boot stomp kicking in my temples and i had one guy on top of me facing me downwards, punching me like on top of my, on my nose and my face. And like, I, my life was like flashing before my eyes. And like, I managed to somersault out of it. And then all my friends came out of the club and it was a full on brawl. But like my, fuck, I was, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. But like, yeah, like, I remember I woke up the, I woke up the next morning in our, in our little condo and like my head was like glued to the pillow in blood. And like my Jesus. my ACL was torn. I had two black eyes, bloody nose, bl bloody lip. But yeah, oh there, yeah, yeah. Torn ACL, uh, two black eyes, bloody nose, bloody lip, nothing broken, and I was yeah, I was fine. They got arrested. They were all on blow. The cops showed up, arrested them. They started it. They were they yeah. were the ones on drugs. We were just drinking. These good times, <laughs> good times. Yeah, I've been jumped a lot. I've been jumped at least ten times by four to six. Guys, by by four, six plus guys. I don't know. It takes a lot to take down the bulldozer, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why people want to take me down. I'm <laughs> so where where does bulldozer? Where does that come from? So this is funny. So yeah, th this is another like, you know, misconstrued uh, image or uh, uh, reputation or like uh, what do you call it? alter ego or uh, alias? I should say misconstrued alias. Oh, alter ego, alter ego. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. people people think uh i'm the bulldozer because like I, I go to the gym or like um 
some people all oh, because he's working now. He's a bulldozer, like, or, or or he's he's a player. He likes to go and bulldoze girls. I don't know, man. Like this, so I just I want to be open about this because this is what people think. I don't know where the where this shit came from. When I was three years old, I was smashed in the face by a Tonka truck bulldozer. It split my lip open. I had to get stitches at three years old. It was very traumatizing. So I decided I wanted to become a bulldozer so that nothing would ever, you know, stop me. Nothing would put me down. Yeah. Yeah. So like if I'm not like I had to become a bulldozer so that not even a bulldozer could take me out. That's where bulldozer came from. I, I got smashed in the face three years old with a Tonka truck bulldozer. Got stitches. It was traumatizing. And I just wanted to be like strong from that moment on and like not go through anything like that again. Now this is you now. You're the bulldozer now. Yeah, I'm the bulldozer. <laughs> yeah. so, that, so that's one crazy fight story. We oh. said you have a bunch of them. Huh. Uh, yeah, I remember there's a... I got jumped at McDonald's. Um, McDonald's? You like the fight stories, don't you? Ah! You know, you know how at McDonald's they have the first window and the second window? And now oh. they have a third window? You, you so, know, some of them do, yeah. They don't have this some third do, window. Yeah. The McDonald's on Maryville, man... I don't know if they still have this, but like their third window at the time, their third window went into the actual like McDonald's like seating area. Like their third window wasn't, it didn't have a cash or I, I don't know like what they use this third window for. Anyways, uh, we were in the McDonald's drive through and we pulled up to this third window. I, I, I think we were asked to Yeah, we sat there for like 20 minutes. And you know, this is like late one. No, no, it was after the bar. Yeah. One, two, three AM. So we're singing four of us in the car at this third window and you know people are walking by drunk people from the bar these guys walk by girls walk by we're exchanging words like but like just like it was playoff time so i think we said like oh go sends go oh no we're pittsburgh fans and just like oh whatever and like you know just like little little stuff like that whatever so we're sitting there waiting and then out of nowhere this one guy approaches our car and he's like which one of you gave me the finger none of us flipped anyone off like none of us were doing anything which one of you gave me the finger my buddy just takes the blame i did so this guy Goes at my goes at my friend. My friend sitting in the passenger side of the car. Goes at my friend. So I I I, I turn to my friend. I'm sitting beside. I'm like, watch this. I, I instead of just getting out of my door, I for some reason I climb over my friend, get out of his door, and I'm like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? And like, I push the guy. He pushes me. As soon as he pushed me, I went blackout. I just started feeding him punches. Apparently, not apparently. Uh, his arm broke. I found out uh, months after, so I didn't know at the time. So I, I was punching him. He fell to the pavement. His arm broke. Same thing. I, I look up and like, I just feel all these hits to my head. All of his friends, like, I think it was a setup. So he had nine guys. Uh, it was, it was eight guys and four girls, but like they ran out of McDonald's and they all just jumped me. Just beat. I've never taken so many punches so fast in my life. And like, so it was like 12 on one. I just, I, 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 the, I look for the biggest body. I grabbed onto the biggest body and I just like grabbed onto it and threw it into a bush with, with myself. And then as I got up, I saw my friends get out of the car. So I continued fighting. Only one of my friends jumped in. The other two didn't. So it was two of us versus 12. And uh, one guy pulled a tire iron on us. So that's how the fight ended. Like, we, Well, yeah, when the tire iron or gun comes out, you're just like, ah. Okay. Yeah, like my shirt was ripped off. Again, two black eyes, bloody nose, bloody lip. I thought my nose was broken. Nope, never broken a bone. But yeah, one guy took out a tire iron. And that's when I turned to the guy's friend. I'm like, yo, yo, yo. Like, this fight needs to end now. Like he has a tire iron. I'm like, it's, I'm like, it's 12 on two. You guys can't knock us out and you need a tire iron now. Like, come on, this has to end. Like, what do you, like, what else do you want to accomplish? Punch us until we're completely 
bruised and blue. Like I don't so you're, know. you're like the reasonable guy in the brawl. You're like, all right, guys, I think we've reached a level where I think we're all good to go home. Yeah, <laughs> everybody agree on this? Tire iron, that's the limit. All right, guys. Even in a full-on brawl where weapons are being pulled, where like people are bleeding, and like I'm able to like still reason with the people we're fighting. <laughs> I rem- actually I remember my uh, one of my shoes was off, and one of the guys I had been fist fighting with, I'm like, can you get my shoe? And he actually went and picked out my shoe and gave it to me. And you took the shoe and then you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, um, just before the shoe incident. So, okay. So like at one point when like, so like when my friends got out of the car and they were fighting, like my two friends were like, guys, stop, stop. This is over. Stop, stop. So then two of their guys were like, it's over. It's over. So we all stopped fighting. It's over. It's over. Then I go up to the biggest guy. I'm like, it's over. It's over. How's this for over? And I sucker him in the temple like two times. And he was so pissed. He starts like feeding me punches and the fight starts again. But. (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny, what? but and I, at least I didn't attack him from behind. I went up to his face. Uh, it's over. It's over. How's this for over? <laughs> and he was a tall guy. I remember I was punching upwards, oh, and then he was like easily he punched downwards on my face. And oh man, God, people love punching me. Such a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> how's this for? Well, they got the better of me. I'm like, ah, oh, they can't get that. You gotta make a shirt. Uh, how's this for? Over? How's this for? Pizza over? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's never over. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, the other fights weren't as bad. Like, I, you know, got jumped by a gang, but they only threw a, f- a few punches, let us go. Didn't even rob us. I, I've never been, I've only been, yeah, I've never been robbed. I've been jumped. Yeah. I don't know why people just jump me for no, for, for no, no reason. We're crazy these days, man. Like, I've, I've had guns and shit pulled on me. Like, people are nuts. Yeah, I had, I've been threatened to have a gun pulled on me twice. I think. Yeah. Uh, You've I'm had not- a gun pulled on you? Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. How many oh, times? Yeah. More than once? uh well what the hell what like what twice really but one time was like pointed at pressed into my head no did you want to tell that story or no ah well i'll I'll do the short version but it actually happened in elmont out of all places what when what year this was probably around the time that i was in college yeah you tell me this story or was Probably it something not. you would have like? Yeah, yeah that's I, don't, I would... don't go around telling everybody. But, hey, I got uh, a gun put to my head. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. something that no one really yeah <laughs> talks about or has. It's had. uh, well, I don't know. I'll, I'll go into it. Mm-hmm. But the short version is we're, we're at a skate. Keep in mind, people, we're in Canada here. You know. Yeah, yeah. I know one friend that owns a gun. Guns. <laughs> we have guns. But the so essentially what happened was is we're at a skate park in Elmont. Yeah. And uh, I was there with two buddies of mine, and we were just skateboarding. I was on the mini pipe, and these two like. Excuse me. Beer. Beer's a bad idea. Beer's a bad idea. <laughs> it gets us, it gets you talking though. Like, it yeah, gets me telling stories that yeah. I normally wouldn't tell. Um, but yeah, so the, there's three of us skateboarding. I was on the mini pipe going back and forth, and these two really sketchy dudes showed up. And all of a sudden they were like fucking screaming at us, like calling us names and stuff. Just out of nowhere. Like, just out of nowhere. Yeah, like, yeah. These guys just literally these guys were not from the area. Like you, you could just tell by the way they were dressed. Yeah. And um yeah, so like they're just saying that we're just ignoring them. We're like, whatever, we're here to skate. Yeah. Um, so I was going back and forth on the mini pipe, and all of a sudden, one of them throws a beer bottle and it smashes like right by my feet and like goes Jesus everywhere. Christ. And I'm like, okay, well, obviously, these guys want to fight now. Yeah, like, that's, well, that, that's assault right there. Or right. What, what's considered assault these days? Like, yeah, so I was, I was like, like you just threw a beer bottle at somebody. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of the beginning of the end, in my opinion. Anyway, I was like, I was like, all right, well, these guys obviously want to fight now for whatever reason. Yeah. So I go up to the guy um and i'm asking him i'm like what the fuck are you doing and the guy just starts like literally just starts going belligerent and starts calling me all these names and stuff and in my head i'm just like all right night night time for you yeah so i grabbed the guy by the shirt 
and I raise my hand. I'm just about to put this guy in another yeah, yeah. dimension. And then all of a sudden, his buddy behind me just looked, and I hear like, oh. and I had it pressed. Like he, he was pushing. I had a bruise afterwards. Like he literally smashed the gun into my head. Oh, bro! And he was like pressing it, and I didn't. I didn't. It didn't click in what it was. I yeah, was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have. Yeah, I was like, that. I was like, what am I, am I being hit with something? And then I turn around, and the guy's pressing it like into my cheek, and I was like, Jesus, bro! I can't describe the feeling, but it's like. Every part of my body just took a piss. Oh, like every, I got, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I got, I got, I, I got tingling from my toes up. To, now it's in my arms. Yeah, it'll yeah. go to my. Now it's in my hair. Yeah, no, it Damn, was, be the, it was super fun. Not, not, not just to have the the gun pressed and for that that clicking or whatever, yeah. but then then to see it and have it in your yeah. face, like, yeah, whoa, I'm losing my life, dude. I like I said, I can't describe the feeling. It was literally like every pore of my body. Mm just like took a piss like yeah. everything just took a piss oh, and man. i kind of became numb and i was like all right like i guess we're good right we're gonna walk home and the guy's like no you're not fucking going anywhere and i'm just like holy fuck like and i, I again like i just kind of went really really hazy yeah, and yeah. all i could focus on was like the gun yeah, yeah. and i was just trying to defuse situation yeah. i was like i was like all right guys like whatever you want yeah like let's just like you know let's what do did what they it. want fuck if i know they're just being pieces of shit really so anyways what ends up happening is is um, I ended up talking to the guy. So as the guy's pressing the gun in my face, mm -hmm. his other buddy picks up glass off the ground and starts like fucking breaking the glass off in his teeth and he's spitting on me. What? Yeah. yeah. So he's spitting like his blood on me because he's like cutting his lips and shit with the glass. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then they just kept saying all kinds of belligerent shit, like saying they're going to fucking kill me and they're going to kill my friends and this. And eventually shit just like started to slowly diffuse. And yeah. the whole time I was like, like whatever you want, man. Like yeah, I'm yeah. a piece of shit. Like I'm a loser. Yeah, yeah fuck me, man. Yeah. This is all my fault. Like I'm a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Um, and then finally things diffused the guy. And I, I don't even know how the fuck it diffused. It was literally like, it must have only been like a couple minutes, but yeah. it felt like time stood still. Oh yeah. And this guy was just berating me, like calling me all kinds of names. And then finally he put the fucking gun back in his belt. And I was like, all right, man, like we're out of here. Like, yeah, see you guys later. And then even as we're walking away, they're like, calling us pieces of shit and all kind of we got back in the car and as soon as you started to drive away it's like everything just kind of relaxed a little yeah, bit I was yeah. like what the fuck See, just all, happened like what the i fuck? always like i like trying to like you know analyze people psychologically it's like is it a territory thing but like they they showed up to where you already yeah, were yeah. and then and then they're not even from the area and then it's like it's not just one guy but it's two of them so they share yeah. the mentality and like one is One's causing injury to inflicting harm to himself. He's yeah. making, he's chewing a bottle, they're making fucked. himself those, bleed before making you bleed. They're, they're, they're Who does that? They're super fucked. Like those guys were obviously high on drugs and shit. Yeah. Like they weren't, like the guy, both their pupils were like super dilated. Yeah. So they were obviously like, they're like, fucked on I something. I always find like if you're doing, if people are doing drugs, like there should be an end goal or a journey. Like, hey, let's do shrooms and, and have this like vision quest. Let's yeah. drop acid and watch this film. <laughs> right? You know, like, well, let's, but like yeah. these two guys, like what drugs do you think they, the, these two are on? Fucked if I know. Maybe probably Coke or something. Coke, yeah. So like what else gives you the balls to like yeah. start throwing bottles at people? Well, obviously if you have a gun. You, I don't but think like, these two trash bags could afford cocaine, but let's say they were on Coke. No, they, they had expensive clothes and shit. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So okay, had, so like okay, money. so prep like so I don't know, man. Like, let's do Coke and just let's go fuck with people. Like we like they they just wanted yeah. I don't know. No I don't idea know what they wanted. No idea. They wanted invincibility. Oh. Yeah. Just to fucking Bring people down, or guess I don't know. Like, man, that's not that's, bring someone down. I can go tease this guy for, or I can go tease this person for the way they look. This is 
we're gonna go put a fucking gun in someone's head. Like, Dude, I mean, the whole that's more than bringing someone down. Yeah, 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 traumatizing someone for the rest of their life. Yeah, no, the, the whole situation was super yeah. fucked. It, yeah. it was super fucked. Yeah, the um, fighting the broken beer bottle. Yeah, yeah, no, like like legit. He, he essentially because well, while the the one guy had the gun poked in my head, yeah. right, and I had my hands up, I'm like, I'm just trying to defuse the situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His buddy, because they had a bunch of beer bottles and stuff. His buddy took one of the bottles and like smashed it on the ground and. He's, I'm trying to remember now. He's like, he's like, oh, you don't think we're crazy enough to do this or something? I'm like, no, man, you guys are the craziest. You guys are the coolest. Like, just let me fucking get on my way. And then he's like, he's like, oh, you think you think this is a joke? I'm like, I literally don't think this is a joke. Like, I'm just ready to fucking go home. Yeah. And the guy's like, smashes the ball on the ground and then picked up one of the pieces from the broken glass. It's like, he's like, you don't think I'm crazy? I'm like, Jesus. I can see you're crazy, man. Like, it's all good. Like, so they wanted, they, they, you just answered the question, I guess. Yeah. They wanted to be known as the craziest. Fuck if I know. Fuck yeah. if I know. I sometimes like I used to be, I used to like being known as the craziest. Like, yeah, I don't no. want to be known as the craziest. Person. No, something no, no. like that. That was, uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting. Yeah, like imagine, like you know, what's the best story from your life? Yo, we went to the skate park. I threatened a guy with a gun. I broke a beer bottle. Mm -hmm. I chewed it. I was bleeding. Yo, isn't that, isn't that just epic? Like you should, <laughs> you should do what I just did. <laughs> I'm sure their version of it is way different, but <laughs> yeah, like that's that's literally what happened. And then, uh, Fuck, yeah, I remember just driving home and like just reflecting on life. Essentially, I was yeah, like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, what yeah, yeah." The yeah. fuck was that? Ah, I yeah. mean, at least you got to see a complete perspective of how some people live. You're like, "Whoa, I never want my life to be like that." Going to the skate park with a gun, high on coke, yeah, ready to make my gums bleed. No, well, the, the thing is, is I was surrounded by when I when I grew up, man. A lot of my early friends were like gangsters and shit, mm. like really bad dudes yeah like you were in uh uh carlton place area then yeah, yeah like yeah. see with me like i went to good like like saint pius was known as like you know like the italian school like something yeah. like you know like decent class kids but like we were near i'll say like maribel high school jace woodsworth yeah. schools were you know you know people did you know want to be gangsters i'll, I'll say which is a, a a good term yeah but like yeah like i i got surrounded by like nine guys from Maryville when I was trying to work out at the gym and like I used to get surrounded by guys in Maryville and like nine guys one Pavel yeah. I think it was uh, uh nine guys and three of us uh I'm trying to think of I, I I don't think I was really ever alone when I got jumped no wait no of course I was alone what am I talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know where I'm going with that anyways yeah, yeah. but yeah 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 so sorry starts. uh indirectly I would see yeah, some shady stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. So what's the plan with Pizza Gym, man? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You, you have a new business partner, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as you've learned, uh, you know, over time, when you want to work with someone or partner up, it should be someone you trust, preferably like you know a friend or someone you've known long term, yeah. or someone you've known of. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. This guy's name. His name is John Campbell. Uh, he went to my high school and my junior high. He was a year above. And uh, yeah, he was always like the, you know, like the bigger guy in our school. Um, he was a bouncer at, uh, you know, Grace Somali's, um, a bunch of bars and like, yeah, yeah. He has a good reputation and like now he's a consultant and uh, he's a businessman. And uh, we met up recently and him, you know, going, you know, him growing up being like a bigger intimidating guy, uh, he was unapproachable in a way. And, and he was like. Pizza Jim Urch will make me approachable. Exactly. No, exactly. That's he actually said that. <laughs> he's like, I, he's like, I can imagine like intimidating guys at the gym or just in like 
everyday life where they where they want their personality to like shine or they want to have a conversation yeah. and like maybe having these welcoming characters on their shirt you know shows that hey they're you know they're they're a friendly a friendly giant or like you know they're they're, they're not just going to punch me for saying hello like i don't know people's mentalities man people are just like there's so many triggers and like fears and i don't know the world's a crazy place now mm-hmm. right like everything every everything is mission critical right and everything has to be extreme right there's yeah. no uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no in-betweens anymore, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's so another thing. Yeah, so the, like, which brings us back to Pizza Gym. Like, I had to figure out a way to run a business with a motto, with values yeah. that the majority of people agreed on. Yeah. So I like... Like, if you don't like pizza, you're kind of a piece of shit, right? That's <laughs> So the thing is, like, when I say pizza gym, like, you know, it's not like, oh, if you don't like pizza, you don't like pizza gym. If you don't yeah. go to the gym, then you won't like pizza gym. No, no, no. Pizza is like a metaphor for all foods. And it's also a metaphor for, like, for comfort. Gym it ends up standing for all activities. Yeah. And uh, it's a metaphor for earning strength. So, like, I could, I, I mean, I could, with confidence, and I'm sure you'll agree, I can say that the majority of people in life, they want to live a comfortable life. Who says I want to live a very uncomfortable life? <laughs> and then the um, Joe Rogan, the, Joe Rogan, <laughs> he lives an, an uncomfortable life to experience comfort. Like, well, yeah. yeah. And then, like, uh, who wants to live a life of weakness? Like, I'm not saying everyone get in the no. I'm not saying everyone get in the gym. Like, uh, strength isn't just physical. I meant like mentally too. Like, yeah. you want internally, you want mental strength, physical strength, like financial strength, like you know, relationship strength. Like, you want to. You want to live a comfortable life and like a strong life. So that's what pizza, pizza gym stands for. Comfort, strength. There's, a, there's no hate crime. There's no fat shaming. There's no weirdness. It's just earn your comfort, earn your strength. If you're someone that wants to be un- like that, never wants to be comfortable, never wants to be strong, then maybe pizza gym isn't for you. That's okay. Maybe pizza gym is for you. You just got to have more pizza. Yeah, so maybe. Much, so maybe. much pizza that you become uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, they're well, no, they're already uncomfortable. So so much pizza, where the two negatives become a positive. So they're so uncomfortable that they're adding so much more discomfort that they're able to find a comfort in it. There's no, there's no way to be uncomfortable with pizza, Jim. Can't do it. Exactly, because no matter what, if you're living, you're comfortable. If like I could say to you, like, what was the most well, uncomfortable you've ever? Ethiopia, I'd probably disagree with you, but, but yeah. okay. But if you if you go to that kid in Ethiopia and you say, hey, what was the most uncomfortable time of your life? I'm hoping they don't say it's right now. I'm hoping they like there was a hard time that they could sort yeah. of re- reflect back, and they're gonna be like, at least there is a sort of hope, and like I'm building towards something. Yeah, but I, it is sad you say because like there is so much fucking poverty and third world stuff that like it's crazy, and, and there's no like. There's no hopeful near future for areas like that, which is sick. The thing is, I think there is. I think just people need to bring more awareness to it. Or, uh, it's not even awareness. Uh, bring, more, bring more opportunity or something to that area. Money and wealth in the world is distributed very unequally. Oh, right? fuck. Yeah. And it, 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 like when you think of somebody who's rich, like you're like, oh, that guy's got a nice house, nice car. But like in reality, the people that are really rich are fucked. They have more money than like everyone else combined. Right. So, and 
there's a lot of waiting. Mean, you know, this is not the podcast to figure out how that happened. There's a lot of other resources to see yeah. it. Um, but those people need to kind of take a bit more response. And again, this is my opinion. You need to take a bit more responsibility on the things that they're affecting, right? Because if you yeah. have that kind of wealth, you can literally affect elections in countries, right? Yeah. You can literally change the tra- trajectory of a country oh, yeah. or of a company by just injecting wealth in the right Look places. Look what Pablo Escobar did. <laughs> and that's like a public true example like right. that's a true story like, yeah so but anyways all, all i'm getting to is parts parts of the world right now that are like completely fucked yeah they're fucked because people that have a lot of money they kind of want them to stay fucked yeah there's a lot no, of it there's, know, there's, know, there's yeah. incentives the for benefits, those places yeah i know fucked. i know i know yeah but yeah, so. yeah. Anyways, not to be on a downer pizza gym is the future pizza gym is <laughs> going to solve world poverty yeah, exactly so, and that's the thing about be like I remember uh, a lot of people are already like a, a lot of, sorry, a lot of athletes, celebrities, businesses, companies, people like they all want to donate to charity and like, yeah. like, Oh, I donated to this charity. So a pizza gym, I don't just want to donate to like random charities, just, just donate to charity. Yeah. I want to find like causes I believe in or diseases or illnesses that I'm close to or that the pizza gym community is close to and, and address it. You know, you no, know, you, you, know, you need to talk to. Hmm. So the last podcast that I did, was my buddy Marcelo? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Pronounce gonna... Marcelo. Yeah, Mar- Marcelo. I think I don't know. You guys are. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I, th- I think I'll, I'll I'll connect you with him. Yeah, because essentially what he's doing um, is he's starting kind of like a clothing line type thing as well. Mm-hmm. And his goal is to take a hundred percent of the revenues and donate them to like charities that he knows for sure are going to oh. do good things. Yeah. yeah. Like one thing I did was like uh, when coronavirus first started and pizza gym was shut down. So I, I should like reiterate. So yeah, pizza gym, the webs, like the business was shut down. The website was still living, but products would take two months to get. So no one was ordering, but the website was there. And um, I print, I, I paid to print off a bunch of these hats pizza gym uh, the pizza gym has do look slick by the way yeah so what i do with i was selling them for 25 to 40 bucks a piece and i donated all profits to uh the ottawa food bank because it's like coronavirus like people are really struggling now ottawa food bank i, I mean i'm I, I live in ottawa that's close to home something I, I do believe in there we go so other things will be uh yeah you know like like ms uh, i have an uncle aunt diagnosed with ms 25 years ago um Cancer is another one. A uh, close family member was diagnosed with cancer. Um, also, post-concussion syndrome and, and CTE and, like, things uh, that are, like, uh, sports-related injuries, those suck. You have, you have, you're have at the prime of your career in your 20s and your 30s and then 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. But some people do live to be 100. Yeah. What about those years? If you, ha- if you have issues from sports for longer of your life than what you were playing for, that it's sad. No? It's it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. So I want to donate to research. Like there needs to be, there has to be brain repair, membrane repair. Every all cells can be repaired, unless the cell is completely obliterated. If a cell is damaged, a cell can be repaired. That's what I believe in. Yeah. I'm not a scientist. No, but there is there is real research going into that stuff, and there are studies now of technologies that are. Um, trying to do things like that like repairing yeah. a damaged brain or even what what about like replacing cell like yeah like, 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 like i don't know if this makes sense there's three brain cells one's completely dead you clone the other brain cell and mm-hmm. then so yeah but, yeah, they're, but. They're, they're working on like medication and stuff mm-hmm. and they're working on technology to essentially promote 
brain growth and repair. Yeah. So it, it, there's things out there that are currently being worked on that are yeah. that are in that field. But like I think most people don't even understand um, the depth of what can happen to a damaged brain mm. until you know somebody in your family or yourself that experiences it. Yeah. The uh, like my wife, for example, she had an accident. She fell off a horse. Oh. A few years ago. And she had a crazy bad concussion. And until this day, it still like affected her. Damn. Yeah. yeah. I remember like it was a story with my brother's friend. He had got jumped. He got like knocked out and uh, his head hit the pavement. And like he was in the hospital, broken or- orbital bone, uh, bleeding brain. And like yeah. that's affected him since. It's yeah. Just, like, yeah. Like one little thing. Like, yeah. Because the, it's the brain, the most. I get made besides the heart, but brain and heart are the most valuable what, organs in the, in the human, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. When you're growing, <laughs> but, but you know, even, even myself, the, um, I talked to a buddy, a really good buddy of mine, military guy a few yeah. years back. Um, and he was saying that he feels really uncomfortable in like crowds now. So like, he doesn't feel comfortable like going to bars anymore when he's surrounded with a bunch of people. And I was, I remember him saying that and I'm like, and that's the way I feel now. And I was like, that's, well, that's weird. Like, what do we have in common that like, cause it's, it's a really bizarre thing. It was literally like, again, this is going back like probably 10 years now, but yeah. I, I remember there was a time when I used to love going to bars and drinking and partying. Yeah. And then I don't know when it, when it happened, but all of a sudden I was like very uncomfortable. Like when I would go to a bar and I was surrounded with people, I would just feel like very uneasy yeah and then i would i would drink and then eventually that uneasiness would like go away interesting i looked it up there is some stuff that happens with your brain when you have cte or you have like post-traumatic stress syndrome and again my my military buddy he he's seen some crazy shit yeah so like for sure like something has happened to him that's like caused his brain to kind of react in a Mm -hmm. different way but yeah there's something that happens in your brain that when you're around crowds that it makes you kind of get weird and it makes you feel very uncomfortable when you have like brain damage. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So yeah. And I feel like most people just don't realize like how subtle that shit is. Cause you can hurt your head. You can literally fall down a flight of stairs, mm-hmm. hit your head the right way. And now it's like, you're fucked up for life. Yeah. You see, you always hear, especially in Canada, but like yeah. people slipping on the ice, getting a concussion. Mm-hmm. That, that's common. And like yeah. something when when you even hear about in the States. Well, no, in the states, you are like they're doing all kinds of studies on like football players. Oh, sorry, but like I meant like slipping on the ice. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I think northern states get winter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was yeah. yeah. that something you're interested in, like donating money to? Is that kind of the? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, any like um, so one will be like like sports related injuries that there's no cure for, or, like a uh, complete resolution for. But like I, I I'm thinking brain damage, concussions, CT. Yeah. Like, that that's the most important. Yeah, I mean like. You know, like torn ACLs, broken bones, like like this is all stuff that like if if you break it, you're gotta just replace it. Your brain though, like if you break it, we don't really know how to replace it right now. Robots, man, robot brain, AI, Elon Musk. So I would like, I mean, like I like it would be cool. I mean, so like if if someone gets really uh, if, if they have a severe injury and for them to become slightly AI would help out that would be cool as long as they still have their they, they control everything it's their consciousness they have control over everything awareness it's not like uh, they're on autopilot i i think it's my opinion i think once we start to get ai embedded in your brain 
I think it'll make you go crazy. Oh, it'll make you go crazy. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I mean, well, yeah, because humans aren't at that level to accept that. But, it's like humans can't even drink milk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like, bro. Every time I drink milk, I shit my pants, but I'm ready to get AI in my brain. <laughs> I find I, I find that more people were able to drink milk years ago than now. Now it's like now we have oat milk. Almond milk and soy yeah. milk, and no one could drink milk. And like, no, no one could even eat meat now, and no one could. Oh man! But that's another. That's yeah, another bunch of topics. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's another podcast all on its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, back to the brain. Yeah. No, but I think. Uh, yeah, I I don't know what the answer is. I know there's there's again there's procedures and medication that they're starting to play around with that essentially causes your brain to start healing and healing mm-hmm. and repairing certain parts of the brain. Yeah. Um. But I, I think things like Neuralink, like the Elon Musk's thing that he's working on. Yeah. My opinion is once you get a chip in your brain that can like read and write the uh, electronic pulses in your brain, I think you're going to go crazy. I really think. Because now you got to think, right? So the – do you know how Neuralink works? I don't think I do, no. So the way that – I assume it's all based off triggers from your brain. So my noob version of this, yeah, right, yeah. the explanation is – you have this chip, right? Yeah. That has, um, you know, AI in it. It has um, a bunch of sensors and shit, and then it has these electronic strands, these like microscopic strands that go into your brain, right? So mm-hmm. this chip is sitting on your head, and I think they cut a piece of your skull out, and then they put all these little strands that yeah. go into your brain, and those little strands they simulate electronic pulses that are happening in your brain, and they can also read the electronic pulses that are happening in your brain, right? So theoretically, once the AI figures out, like, you know, if you're looking at a square, right, and you think square, 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 eventually those, that chip in your brain is going to recognize, oh, this is a square, right? So he's thinking square right now. And eventually Uh, as it tracks and as it, um, as it learns your thought patterns, right, eventually it's going to know what you're thinking. Yeah. And then it's going to be able to simulate those electronic pulses as well, right? So when you're thinking square, 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 you know, all those electronic pulses are firing in your brain and it reads those. And now it can also fire those electronic pulses. And now it's like, are you thinking square or is this? Yeah. Chip thinking square, yeah. Right? Sort of like the whole, uh, what was it? Uh, Pavlin with his dog and the bell. Like he's ringing the, like, is, is the dog actually hungry and eating or is he just eating? Cause the bell's being rung now. Right. Like, so <clears throat> as a human, like if someone's ringing a bell, I'm not going to eat off that bell. Like, I'm eating when I'm hungry. I'm eating when I feel those hunger pains, yeah. when I feel those cramps. So here's the thing. I'm not a puppet. <laughs> so when those pulses are going off in your brain, right? Like, how do you know True. when it's you and how do you know when it's the chip? This pulse could make me feel the, even the stomach pain, the stomach right. cramp. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. So, th- so think of that, right? And now think of how like modern computers and like web servers and stuff work. Yeah. Sometimes shit fucking crashes. Like Windows, right? Blue screen of death, right? So what if this chip in your brain all of a sudden gets a blue screen of death and starts sending out a bunch of random shit? Oh, right? it, 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 to that extreme, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Not, not just something shutting off, but if it malfunctions. Yeah, right. Yeah, if and, it glitches, yeah. This thing is wireless. You might think circles are squares, then you're completely fucked. Like, well, the whole, again, the whole thing is kind of very taboo, right? And it's, uh, like, this thing is wireless as well, right? Like, it's connected to another device or the internet. So what's stopping somebody from hacking it? Yeah. Right? Imagine you get this chip in your brain, and all of a sudden I hack it, and I give you a Chinese accent. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah right like 
I, is, is it just the Chinese accent or can I speak Chinese? Yeah, or maybe I can make you do things. Like maybe yeah, you start just, yeah, slapping yourself. I can make you start picking your nose in, a, in well, an interview, right? Like who knows yeah. what the limitations of like this really is. something right? I could use for uh, something productive. <laughs> <laughs> Chinese accent, at least give me the Chinese language. I can speak Chinese, yeah. go, go traveling. But so like the... The utility of it is is insane. Right? Yeah. Like literally, the access to the internet on demand, on thought, like the utility. Uh, of that. Is this being tested on people now and stuff? Or I don't like, think it's uh, human testing yet. It's not. Oh, well, but what do you mean human tested? Animal tested? Yeah, yeah. They're they're doing it in like monkeys and shit now. So they, how do they pick up what it's even thinking? They can't tell what it's. Oh, I guess off behavior. Like this monkey went to grab the banana. We know he's thinking about going to grab a banana. Yeah. No, there's are there's already tons of technologies that can do that, right? Like. Yeah. There's already technologies that you can like, uh, it doesn't have to go in your brain. It just sits on your head. And when you think of certain things, eventually it's able to figure out what the neurons are firing and it's able to figure out patterns, right? Mm. Um, so like that's technology exists, but we're just getting better and better yeah, at like yeah, managing yeah. big data now. So, oh, that's another interesting thing to think about because like there's different parts of your brain. So yeah. If you're in like a creative thought, these neural links or neuro neurotrons or whatever they yeah. are, they could pick up on which part of the brain is being stimulated. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this guy's thinking of a creative thought. Oh no, it's a logical thought. Oh, it's a sexy thought. It could tell just by, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. It's super creepy. It's super creepy. So I think, I think, I mean, nobody's no, this is what humans need to know. This is what the aliens already, already know. And that's why ah. they're, they're so ahead of us. We're keeping ourselves behind. We get freaked yeah. out by everything. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I have very pessimistic thoughts on it. Like I feel like the technology is very cool. It's very interesting. But in my opinion, I feel like once we're at the point where we have like a working neural link and you can like read and write thoughts to somebody's brain, I think things we, are fucked now. We need. We just need a, an abort option. As soon as there's any kind of weird pattern, that chip pops out of your head. So, but here, so here's the problem, right? Here's the problem. Me and you are applying for the same job. Yeah. Right. Me and you are both in a job interview. Yeah. I've got a chip in my brain that's literally telling me the right answers to every question in the interview. Yeah. Who's going to get the job? Well, what if you what if you haven't showered after your last MMA fight? <laughs> <laughs> you stink like shit. Well, like, that's a, yeah. This well, guy's smart, but like he doesn't even know about hygiene. He can't even smell his yeah. own ass. But like, so here's the thing. If you had a chip in your brain, right, that was guiding you through yeah, life. I know. Yeah. You would make the right decisions based on True. like massive you'd, you'd be in school data. getting a's on all the essays you'd never have to go to school again well, yeah you know you, you, just you do everything from home you have instant you, access yeah. to google yeah that's right it's like i don't need to go to school because like this is the job i want well now i know exactly how to get there and get that you don't even need the job oh this is the money i need i can just get that money yeah yeah, yeah. you have instant access to yeah that's much right you're like okay i want to make money right now what is the most efficient way to make money uh right let's just protect cryptocurrency okay we'll just auto invest in this and yeah, yeah you're right Right. So it, it, it's like it literally opens up like limitless potential. Um, but at the same time, if you're the person in charge, mm -hmm. right, you're the person putting chips in people's brains. What do you want? Right. Yeah. Total, do you want a bunch total. of people that are super smart, making a bunch of monies, like making their life awesome? Or do you just want a bunch of people that you can like manipulate and do whatever the fuck you want? Yeah. But like how much power can one person want? Like, me personally, I, I would be happy you know, if I own my own company. Like to like want to like control the entire world. That's just come on. Like, but, but I'm, I'm just saying. But, though, no, I know. But there, I know. I know. It, I know. It, it's like one of these weird things. Is like once once one person gets the chip in their brain and yeah. it, and it's able to help them in everything they do. 
now and it, and it becomes complex like you can buy it like you can spend a hundred grand and get a chip in your brain yeah but you know you can make up that hundred grand within like a month of just mm-hmm. fucking around with this chip right once it gets to that point it's like it's almost like okay everybody's gonna fucking get it because yeah. you're at such a big disadvantage not to get it yeah, yeah once we get to that point i think we're super fucked ah yeah i think so very pessimistic way of looking at it because i think once that happens one of two things is going to happen one somebody's going to hack it and fucking do some weird shit yeah. right or these companies that are doing this they're for-profit companies and they're going to do what's best for the company not best for the individual i feel the like we're, we've always been fucked <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe like humans yeah. like humans as a race like you know we progress with technology but like Every there's always a war. We're always like killing each other. There's always a disease we can't cure. Like it's super fucked. Yeah, yeah. Like we put all our money into like fighting combat. Like oh, we need protection. We need military. We need guns. We need tanks. We need money into protecting, protection, protect. Like protection from what? From our like we're just killing each other. That's what we're protecting ourselves. We're, yeah. we're protecting ourselves from ourselves. All that time, money, and research and energy into protecting yourself from yourself. That's sad. It's learn to grow like how like self-destructive are we crazy man well and you look at what's happening around the world right now is right now the entire world is funding this like anyway, i don't want to get too much into politics <laughs> let's drop it after this but yeah. like the entire world is funding this like bullshit war over nothing in ukraine and between ukraine and russia yeah and at the same time all these governments are trying to like disarm their own people yeah 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 right? it's it's a it's it's a big it, hypocritical mess. It's man. so fucked because it's like it's like yeah, send all the weapons to Ukraine. It's like oh, take all the Ukraine the weapons from the people, and it's like you have these two messages going out. Yeah, that are very like contradicting of each uh, other, it's right? A mess, man. So, and then you have all these like celebrities and politicians that are saying like it's like oh, nobody needs guns, and then you have to see pictures of them. They have an armed security of like sixteen people, all of them with fucking guns and rifles, yeah. and it's like yeah, okay, you don't need a gun, but your security yeah. detail fucking laced with guns, right? Yeah. So, anyways, I have very strong thoughts on that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, like, but like, the strongest thought should be humans are killing humans. Yeah, it's just like yeah. that, that. That that's the main. That, that's the main point. Like that. That that shouldn't happen. Like we're humans. We should. Yeah. We should all be able to coexist and build, grow, progress, have fun. Yeah. Like the whole point is to guys. We're trying to build up here. Like Elon Musk wants to go to Mars. Apparently, we've been to the moon. Haven't been fucked. We haven't been back. Moon's so stupid. Let's go to Mars, buddy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I guess what, <laughs> the moon, what does the moon have? Let's go to Mars. Yeah, that yeah. is weird though. Why aren't we going? Why aren't we building theme parks on the fucking moon? We yeah. are not going back to the moon because I, I think the aliens said, "Hey, relax, guys. What we, are you guys doing? We need a pizza gym on the moon. We do need pizza. Hey, yeah. I think the moon is our. I, I feel like the moon would be Earth's. Like if we go to Mars, then maybe like you know the Galactic Federation could, could step in. Like, hey, stick to your own planet, your own moon. But like. Do you think we went to the moon? So here's the question. Is that the only time we've gone to the moon? Um, no. Apollo, right? How many Apollos were there? Did every Apollo go to the moon, though? Because like Neil well, Armstrong, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and that third guy who no, no one ever remembers his name, uh, uh, Mitch Edgar. Mitch Edgar. Uh, I remember his name. I think the, I think the U.S. went to the like, different countries. Well, I want you to actually Google this. How many times yeah. have, has man been to the moon? So and, I think the U.S. I think has been there three times. Uh, and I think Russia's been there and China's okay. been there. Right? Uh, then what I want to know is the, the most recent landing. This is an interesting topic. There we go. How many times have, and then it's already said, have yeah. you been to the moon? Okay, let's hear it. So there were six crewed U.S. 
landings between 1969 and 1972. Numerous uncrewed landings, but who cares? How many times has the man been to the moon? Yeah. Uh, Britannica. So long. Can I just give me a number? And did you say between 1969 to 1972? Yeah. So there's been no recent landing? No. No. Do most recent moon landing. And human. Most recent? Most recent human moon landing. Most recent. Most recent. Recent. Oh, when you type in most recent into Google, it comes with most recent moon landing. What? Uh, yeah. Weird. So Apollo 17, December 7th uh, to 19th, 1972 was the final mission uh, of NASA's Apollo program, the most recent time humans have set foot on the moon. Is that a joke? No, that's that, real. You said 1972? Yeah. Yeah. Is that 50 years ago? 1972 is pretty damn close. So to the it. last time man landed on the moon was 50 years ago. Yeah. We did not go back to the moon. Well, December, right? So not, uh, yeah. So not almost. Yeah. Almost 50 years. Okay. 40, yeah. 49, 49, 49 and years. a half. <laughs> yeah. 49 point. Not, no, uh, that, yeah. So that's, that's a, that's a question for humanity. Why haven't you guys gone to the moon in the last 50 years? Well, there's a lot of conspiracies, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. A lot yeah, of conspiracies yeah. are that we've been to the moon since, but they saw aliens and shit, so they haven't publicized yeah. it, right? Yeah. And then there's also the uh, the Nazi moon bases. And yeah, yeah. I feel like they. <laughs> I, I feel like Nazis would have stuck to Earth. There is always that Ant Antarctica theory, but like, I don't know. Oh, like, yeah. you can't just sit. No, it makes no sense. But here, actually, this is, this is going to, like, look at the Russia invasion on Ukraine. Within how many weeks were the Russian soldiers like struggling like shit? Like we we're, we're like we we we're starving. We have no places yeah. to stay. Like the fuck you have all these Nazis go to the moon to Antarctica. Like Russia goes to a, a couple countries beside it and they're fucking <laughs> they're fucking struggling. Like it is crazy. Yeah. Eh? It's like it's like all right, we can't live in Antarctica for more than a few weeks. But like fuck it, we'll go to the moon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They always say we have Nazis living in Antarctica on these yeah. underground bases and living in the moon. And it's like ah, I don't know, man. Like they're still there. How old are they now? Like in 100, 120. Imagine there was like a colony. Actually, there's a there's a movie about it. Oh, what's it called? Oh, I forget now. There's a movie about like mm. Nazi bases on the moon and then they come yeah. visit. But yeah, imagine being when when did World War II end? That was like now, I know that the Olympics was 1948, so it would have been before 1946, 1947. It was all over. I want to say 1946. World War II end. So 1945. 1945. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, World War II is from 1939 to 1945. Like six years, insane. Six years of complete idiots. Chaos. Just fucking just blow up each other's countries. Yeah. And then everyone could struggle for many years after. So, so that's like what? That's like 80 years ago, right? So ma imagine being like two or three generations away from World War II. And you were born in like a Nazi base on the moon, and then you're yeah. finally come back to Earth. Oh man, <laughs> that, yeah, that's a really interesting thing to think of. The the thing is, like, how is life on the moon? Like, is it completely different? Like, are you going into complete well, shock by going to Earth? A lot of white people, I'll say that. Oh, you're right. It's gonna be this. No, it would be a crazy Aryan race. Yeah, yeah, it would, yeah. yeah. So you'd be like, whoa. <laughs> you'd be like, is there yeah, is there animals on the moon? The Nazis like well, that's true. So Nazis had to have had dogs hunting soldier dogs. Yeah. So if if Nazis brought cats. animals, crazy cats. Oh, we just cats, eh? Probably <laughs> just, just cats. cats. <laughs> Bunch of Nazi cats. So, so, so the moon, they're all shaved cats. The moon Nazis 
animals would just be cats, right? It's all they do. They have they eat cats, they pet they, cats. You, okay, so yeah, no, okay, yeah, they have dogs for soldiers and then cats for food. Damn, is there any yeah. turtles on the moon? Anyway, man, we're, we're getting really yeah, off. We're getting deep down. <laughs> no, but but yeah, it would be it would be weird because if you if you had a group of people that went to the moon, right? You would obviously have to, you couldn't go outside, right? So you'd never really be outside. You'd always be indoors and like biomes and shit. So I bet you your immune systems and shit are probably trash. Like I bet you those people, if they were to come to Earth, especially with coronavirus, oh, yeah, somebody yeah, would yeah, sneeze yeah. on there, just die. They, they would yeah, die. they wouldn't be immune to what's happening here. They'd be yeah. immune to whatever's on the moon. Like they, I don't know what they have, little little moon potato bugs <laughs> and like their own version of coronavirus, like their own little. Imagine they have moon coronavirus there right now. Yeah. Moononavirus. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Yeah. yeah. But but actually, maybe you answer your own question. That's why we can't really go to the moon and stay there, or go to the Mars, because our immune system isn't ready for it. Or like, I don't know. Well, I think... I think we don't have the technology. So I believe that there is aliens. I believe... Yeah. Like, I just believe that humans don't have the technology to travel within our solar system. We're, we're kind of sad. Like, we're putting all our money into fighting each other in military. Like, put it into ex- exploration. I just get the mic closer to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. Because if you listen to what's happened to, like, astronauts when they've gone just into space, yeah, by being out in space by, like, a couple of weeks, your bone marrow actually lowers, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of things would fuck you up. Like, if you went to a planet with, like, lower gravity, your bone density and shit would, like, change. So what, about that. when and you'd come back to Earth, it would, like, fuck you up. And you, and, uh, you could probably age as well or something. You could, like, age faster than... I don't know. I heard. I heard some theory. Yeah, I don't know who how aging. Like, I'm sure having, like, not being in an atmosphere, like, constantly being exposed to radiation and shit would fuck up your aging process. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It dry. Yeah, I'd probably just dry dry you out and just make things appear wrinkly and dehydrated. Honestly, maybe, I think maybe. that like I, I think that human like everything is if it's physical matter, I think it could be altered. Like, if you go to space, you get fucked up. It, it whatever yeah, whatever it does to your bones, your skin. I. I, in theory, I think that that could be treated or like, uh, uh, what's the word? Not re- reverted, reverted, revert. Yeah. Like reverted, going back. Yeah. 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 Picking it is, back. That's not the word reverted. Switch yeah. back. Yeah. Just like, I think it's possible. I, I don't know if we know, like yeah. have the technology or medication for it, but yeah. Just I like you're doing that. a pizza gym. You're bringing it back. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Hey. yeah. With me, I like to say pizza gym has been in a coma. Like it comes in and out of the coma because it's always been living. It's never been dead yeah so now it's born again born again yeah strong yeah stronger than ever more comfortable than ever uh oh yeah yeah yeah. sorry yeah. sorry it was that there was a movie set guy ah yeah, there we yeah, go yeah. fuck we never, we never even talked about that what the fuck were you doing today oh yeah 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 so 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 uh i signed a contract so i work part-time for the movie industry now i am a locations uh production manager so that could be like anything. So like they look around Ottawa for places to film. Once they choose a spot to film, I drive to the location, drop off notices to the neighborhood, let them know they're filming there. And then I get to be a part of the production. So maybe I'll drive actors to set. Maybe I'll go and protect home interiors so okay. that they can film there. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm doing some crew work now. It's kind of cool. Sick. So yeah. Do you get to do scouting and stuff too? Uh, Currently, I'm not scouting yet. The guy who hires me does the scouting. No, I mean so. scouting for like locations and stuff. So I'm not scouting for locations. Yeah. The the guy that hired me scouts for locations. Yeah. Then I do the aftermath. But I mean, who knows? One day maybe I will be uh, scouting. 
yeah. locations. So. That'd be sick. I know the hot spots in Ottawa. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. So if you were to film a, a movie in Ottawa right now, where would you go? Where would you do it? So, it, well, it depends what kind of movie it is. Like, like is it, uh, you know, is, like a, is, it, is there a serial killer? Is there, like, uh, aliens? Is there dinosaurs? Is it a drama? Is it a yeah. comedy? Dinosaurs. Like, if it's a comedy, like, who cares where you're filming, right? But, like, like it's all about, yeah. Like, do I need big elaborate houses? Do I want the parts of Ottawa where it's like the water scene and, you know, like the boats and cottage country or like, you know, what's, yeah. what season is it? There's a lot. There's a lot, a lot that goes about. into it. I want, I want to make a movie. Yeah. Want to make a movie? I've made so many movies in my head. Let's make like a really awesome movie. It sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> it is, right? It we'll is. start off yeah, with yeah. a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've I've had I've had tons of ideas. I feel like I don't know. I feel like there needs to be a better space for like low budget indie movies to like be available to people, right? Because I feel like right now, if, if you're making like an indie film, like how how do people find it? How do people go watch it? Well, that's the thing. Like, like YouTube, uh, maybe I don't know. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. like put all the independent filmmakers submit to film festivals. That's yeah. the first thing they do, and then yeah, social media. So like yeah, they'll put on YouTube. Hope they get views. I'll yeah. push that to Facebook and Twitter. Um, the movies I like, I'm working on. They go on like the movies of the week, movies of, on the like. The, even the movies I work for aren't big movies. There aren't movies that will really get too much attention. So it's a struggle to be honest. Yeah. If you and like look how expensive equipment is that like, you know firsthand. If you want to shoot a movie, you need to you need actors. A lot of people won't pay the actors then they get actors for free yeah but then when it comes to equipment if you're rent, like if you need a video camera editing software like maybe you can get free software but you can't get a free camera you got to rent it out or pay for it like there's costs like filming a movie filming stuff it's expensive true right yeah it's expensive i'm, I'm curious i'm curious why maybe there's got to be something but like right now there's netflix right netflix is for like you know big movies and like things that are you know tv shows and then things that are kind of in the middle of the tier, right? And then Netflix has like their own independent uh, films and TV shows now too. Yeah. But like, where would be like if you want to watch like just independent movies? Is there a platform for this, that? This like, this is like, I don't want to be rude, but like, there's not a high demand to watch these independent films. Like, no. all these independent films need that cult following. Yeah. So this is the thing, like not to knock people down, like when so, like when a movie is created, it's someone's idea, which I respect. But like if the idea isn't executed properly, like it, like you could have someone with a fantastic movie idea, but because they film it in Ottawa and go cheap with it, the the movie ends up being crap. Yeah. But the idea could have been so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's about the resources. Ottawa, it, it's not that big for film yet. Like it's expensive. So like you need to go and like pay to make a movie or a film, but like you need to make money off it. Then like you're just yeah. filming an idea with all these resources. What's the return? Dude, and what makes it interesting is you have movies like uh, Ex Machina, for example, right? Have you seen that? No, amazing movie. But and and I feel again I don't know what about movie budgets, but like the movie is essentially about this guy who's visiting this dude who's like a doctor scientist who has like an AI yeah. and they're kind of doing this like in-person Turing test type thing. And 90% of the movie ends up being in this guy's like facility or like house lab type thing. Right. So I've, in my head, the budget of this movie would be very low, but then in reality, it's probably 
stupid insane because of all the film equipment and the sets and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, right? and then so. you also forget about like insurance. Like, first of all, like where are they filming? Are they filming in someone's house, someone's factory? Like, where are they filming? They yeah. gotta pay the person like that that owns the property. Yeah. And then like you need insurance for the the crew is huge. Like people forget. There's a camera guy, there's lighting guys, there's a boom operator, there's there's, there's like uh uh yeah, the, like the locations assistant person that I am, like this so many people on set, the makeup person, the extras, the actors, yeah. like it's a, it's a party, but everyone has their own role and it's very efficient. Yeah. But like, holy, a lot goes into the, the crew, the equipment, the idea, the location, like, so yeah. And then it comes down to what's the return? Like, where are you making the money? If you're going on YouTube, then you need to have a big following and you need to be getting revenue. Yeah. Like, unless you have a deal. Pizza gym. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Pizza Gym will sponsor them. For, yeah, I don't yeah. have anything to offer right yeah. now. But one day, one day, one day, yeah. one day, one day, I'll, I'll I'll sponsor local talent for sure. Yeah, why not? You'll sponsor my movie, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah your your movie not? about mint shrimp. <laughs> it's a movie. Okay, get picture this. It's a movie about one man who has the idea that shrimp and mint does make sense in gum form. They coexist. Eh? Yeah. They coexist. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, anything's Power. possible. I mean, I I did it with Pizza Gym. It's an oxymoron, yeah. you know. So. The opposites. Yeah. See, I got some cameras here. We can make that movie. Why not? Why not? Sick, buddy. Well, I think we've been here for like five hours, 10 hours, man. Jesus. Want to call it quits? I think we're on, actually, according to my clock, the 11th hour. So I think we should be, uh, I came here yeah. first thing in the morning and now it's almost yeah. midnight. So yeah. <laughs> well, Thank fuck, you so much for having me. Hey, thanks for coming on, buddy. Hey, I'm going to the gym and get jacked or what? Yeah. Yeah. All right, buddy. Powerful. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Right. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. I love this setup. Oh. Stay strong, stay comfy. Okay, Me, buddy. I want a hue, like you.